Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. It's Monday. Yes. Market's closed. Guess who's open? The bosses. <laughs> Common theme here. Yes. It is September 4th. It's yeah. B-Day. Happy birthday to B. Uh, is it really? Let's not get it confused. Today okay. is B-day. happy birthday. The bees are in the chat. For sure, yes. man. <laughs> Market Mondays never closed. That's a fact. Only open, man. Opened up 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep or eat. That's what Jada Kiss said. Shout out to Kiss. Market Mondays never takes a day off. We actually have the hardest day to perform on because a lot of holidays fall on Monday. Mm-hmm. On uh, observe uh, the they're observed on Monday. Observed on Monday. Yep. Monday. Yep. yep. And then you have Monday Night Football. You have like all of the national championship games usually on Monday. Like, it's a big Monday's a big day, mm-hmm. especially yeah. at eight o'clock. That's even harder. That's prime time. 
primetime television uh, on the on the most coveted night of the week. Monday is actually yeah. the most important night of the week, so it's only right that Market Mondays is up against the Titans. It's good to be back. Challenges, embrace all challenges, and we still here. Embrace all challenges. Speaking of primetime, ETA. <laughs> <laughs> and we still it's almost, over. it's almost over, y'all. What you more? It's been real. It's been real. Uh, it's been real. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so big week, big big week. First of all, uh, hope everybody's enjoying. This is the unofficial end of the summer. Mm. Unofficial end of the summer. School, school up here starts this week. I know school in the South already started a long time ago, but yeah, school, school, kids are back in school. That's the unofficial end of the summer. Yeah. Everybody got to go back to work on Friday now. Um, You know? Oh, yeah. Summer Fridays. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. It's almost, it's almost over, but, you know, it's still a couple hours left. So hopefully everybody <laughs> enjoyed their Labor Day weekend. Yes. All the people on Eastern Parkway. Hope they had a, 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 good, a good day out there. Had good weather. Um. And yeah, we're gonna we gonna end the summer with a blast, man. This is this is the end of the summer for Market Monday. So we're gonna we're gonna do it in true Market Mondays fashion, provide as much information as possible, and just yes. you know, do what we do. So big week for Earn Your Leisure. Tomorrow is the we day. Got, we we got, got Sean Diddy Combs. Oh man, oh baby. Fest, we ain't waste no time with this, man. The vest invest fest keynote. Yeah, Saturday. All of the attention was on Diddy, um, packed house. Man, not a seat to be left empty that day. Shout out to Xander in the background. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna make his little appearance on the this video. The show is now official. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we gonna literally, that, me and my pops have to stand. Like, <laughs> listen, when y'all said Diddy was coming out, I, I was, I'm like, how does Rashad's kid and Troy's wife not have a seat? Would y'all get up? This yeah. is a packed house, and he over-delivered in this info, so this is a good one. Shout out to the, the chairman. Man. Talked about a lot. Talked about his issues with Diageo and Sirac. Talked about Sean John. Talked about, you know, his journey. Talked about challenges that he's faced. Talked about, you know, group economics working together. Um, talked about revolt. Mm -hmm. Talked about, you know, corporate sponsorships and challenges with that. Very insightful conversation. So talk from a different perspective, right? Like we, we can speak from a perspective because we're in it. But yeah. there's, there's a different level that Puff gets to speak from. So, I mean, we've had some of those conversations in private. I'm glad he he let the public care it, man. It, it was incredible. So y'all in for a treat. Y'all definitely in for a treat. I rock with Diddy, man. Shout out to, shout out to Puff. Um, I and the album's coming out soon, right? Yeah. September 15th. The Love Album. Love, love. Yes. Love, love, love. R&B, R&B only. He actually let us hear it, some of it, when we was in his crib in December. Okay. He's been, he been working on this album for a long time. So, shout out to Diddy. I think he's in. The, he's in town this week. Uh, I know he got the VMAs coming up, MTV Awards. Um. So yeah, man. Shout out Fashion to, Week. Shout out to Diddy. That episode comes out tomorrow, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Don't play yourself, please. Can't don't wait. play yourself. Um. And yeah, of course, this week is Fashion Week, so you know. Yeah, I know it's been a lot of um, controversy with uh, my outfits. <laughs> tell us why. And tell it was intentional. Controversy? Right? That's what we're using? You know. But um, got to make a spectacle out of everything. PT Barnum. I'm going to apologize in advance this week. Turn off your notifications. It could have been more. Block me. It could have been more. Block me, please. Way more. Please block me. If you, if you, 
felt the way about my InvestFast drip report, please block me this week because this is New York Fashion Week. <laughs> yes. And um, we will be at some shows and the drip will be on. Deservingly. Full. Deservingly at some shows. Yeah. Yes. Full. No, we no, no, no. We're not just out here doing it for nothing. No, no, no. We're not just out here doing it for nothing. Deserving this is going to be a good show, yo. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, no, no. We can't play around with it, man. Deservingly. Please block me. Please block mm. me. Because it's going to be 10 times. If y'all see Anna Wintour, tell her I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, baby, I ain't doing this thing for nothing. The for culture. Real. The culture. Yeah, yeah. We're just having fun. That's all. With yeah. fabrics. They're like, what does drip report have to do with financial literacy? Nothing. Actually, has nothing to do with financial literacy. <laughs> nah, the, com the comments be crazy, though. The comments be crazy. Oh, my God. Crazy. No, oh, my crazy. God. <laughs> well, we love y'all, too. Yes, it was Gator. But that's, that's, not, that's neither here nor there. But we love y'all, too. Yes. Love, 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 love. Always passion does pay dividends. I'm gonna try to tie it back into investing real quick. <laughs> but, but it, it is key. Uh, even when I was reading a book this past week, um, it did mention that like once you get to a certain level, you do have to dress as a star. You can't dress. There's a reason Michael Jackson will put on like the military garb, and I know some people get mad at it, but it's like. There's a reason you have to show up and make a presence felt like even this year at InvestFest, I put a lot more effort into like selection of outfits and themes and stuff like that. Like you have to because if you, you need separation as you're building a brand, even Steve Jobs, like being so uniform and wearing like the same clothes that was by design at a time when he was coming back and everyone thought he was radical. So his uniform was to show, hey, I'm a different person now. I can lead this company to being like a Fortune 500. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see the spectacle you guys put on. And the EYL pajama uh, line is coming. Some people were very confused about. They said that I have pajamas on both days. Um, it was leisure wear. Leisure, exactly. Earn your leisure. Did I, I saw it. idea behind it? Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna drop the pajama line soon. Trust me, yeah. Terry Cloth is sad. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. You can wear the pajamas. You can wear the pajamas at a house party, or you can wear the pajamas yeah. on stage with a billionaire. You, you, deserve fire. you deserve it. I will say this about the party element, too. When I saw some people like, why are you having parties? Every conference on earth has parties. They don't. They don't. The crazy thing is, so we was talking to Robert Smith. Wait, somebody there was a comment about this? We were talking about yes. Smith, and I, I was saying he he was talking. He was asking us about the event. Da, 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 and I'm like, yeah, the nightlife is a major part. And I'm like, you know, I got the nightlife play um, from being in Davos, and you know, realizing that the parties at night is actually the most beneficial. He was like, yep. the connections are. Yeah, he's like, yep. Yeah, I'm about to say we were we were with the largest concentration of billionaires in the world in Davos, Switzerland, and every night there was a different party to go to, and every night you saw the same people, and every night it was different conversations. Of course, yes. you have to have that. It's part of it. Don't interrupt. Don't don't interrupt billionaire conversations. Please, please just listen. Etiquette. Etiquette. Okay, that's gonna be a segment. What to we do when the president? Handing out turkeys. <laughs> as yeah. usual. Yes. As usual. For all of you people, we're gonna be handing out turkeys, and we're gonna be in, giving out book bags and stuff like that. For, Community activism. EYL kids. All the community yes. activists out there. Yes. Y'all yes. funny as hell. This is going to be a good show. 
<laughs> oh my lord! Ah. I was just getting. In addition to all the gems that, that we give away for free every week, that's that, part of it. That's not enough. It's part of oh. it. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, these are just jokes written by yes. Fox Alpha and Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> Chico Bean. <laughs> Chico Bean. Yes. Chico Bean and DC Young Fly. Yes. Um, we're just reading off a teleprompter. Yes. Presently. And Chat GBT uh, also helped out. Yeah, he said AI, AI did it. Open AI did. Blame everything on AI. I didn't say it. AI did. Alan Iverson or Chat GPT, either or. <laughs> either or. Shout to Bubba. Pick either one. Uh, so last week we did something that has become InvestFest tradition. We're at the Monday following InvestFest. We do the stock club sale, the legendary stock club. Ian has talked about the stock club every single week, so I don't really kind of need to give you insight on it. But yes. um, we did the sale. And, you know, some people were asking for us to extend it. So we extended it. It's actually turned into a Labor Day sale. So this is the official end of it. 12 o'clock tonight. I said that last week, but no, it's really going to be over. 12 o'clock tonight, we extended <laughs> it for people for a high level of requests for people to extend it. So what does it include? Five years access to the stock. This is the five-year bundle. Five-year access to the stock club. So this is the half a decade deal. Which is After crazy. decade access to the stock club, you get one year access to Sniper. You get um, two hours of exclusive trading gym. You get uh, how to trade using a stop. You get private live trading circle in and Red Panda members. Um, you get a uh, review of trades on stock club once a month. Um, you get live trading session in person. I believe that's going to be in January. And you get one swing trade per month and you get access to the crystal ball that includes stocks, crypto and everything else. Um, so, yes, that's the half a decade sale. Um, Ian invest dot com. Yes. Ian invest dot com. You can go late. It's turned into a Labor Day sale running yeah. until 12 o'clock midnight. And yeah, that's it. There's no more else to say. So. Shout out to Keith Baker, who went from $7,000 in March of 2020 to 255000 now. And shout out to the queen who started with twenty grand is at 217000 For those of you who do not believe in the, even though I provided screenshots, I will be doing an interview with both of those people on Wednesday. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Also, too, if you say anything about me going forward, please make sure that it's true because I'm on my villains, Vlad, and Vultures tour. I will be suing going forward. I will be suing. You pick me up a quick two point. Oh, y'all. September energy different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just jokes. Anything, any, any announcements you would like to make, Ian? Yes. Uh, join our stock club call on Wednesday. I did a recap of uh, the top lessons that I learned from Kathy Wood and Mike Novogratz on stage. Thank you guys for coordinating that. Shout out to everybody in Red Panda. That was absolutely amazing. Um, we will be doing a small Red, Pan Red Panda meetup. I will be in LA this Wednesday. The Villains and Vultures tour starts. I'll tell y'all more offline in a second. Um, but yeah, so if you're in LA and we cool, we can meet up. And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. Whole lot of yeses. Yeah. Whole lot of yeses. Yeah. yeah. All right, you know how this works, man. It's time for the disclaimer. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with 
or independently research and verify informa any information that you find on our show and which to rely upon, whether for the purpose of an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the good brothers at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor himself, as well as Xander, who is throwing dishes in the sink. And we love like it. crazy. Like, what is going on today? <laughs> And shout we we love it, man. Shout out to him. Yes. And shout out to every like Shadi said, shout out to everybody that's going back to school. It's a big week. I've talked to a lot of my my colleagues in the world of education, and it's the same feeling when, when September hits, like we're back in this thing. So uh yeah, we're back congrats and prayers to everybody on a healthy, productive, and impactful school year. And oh yeah, uh Market Mondays World Tour. Oh, Chicago. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's go. Chicago. How about that? Shout out to Chicago. Yeah. Let's yes. go. Uh, South side, west side. Yes. North side. The whole, the whole area. Um, Schaumburg, Evanston. Yeah. Northwest. East Indiana. Chicago, Indiana. Peoria. Travel. Peoria. Yes, there we go. Yes. The whole, the whole, yes. the whole vibe. We come into the Midwest. We're bringing the Market Mondays World Tour to the Midwest. Only stop in the Midwest. Um, the Market Mondays tour is, is legendary. It's, it's actually pretty legendary. It started in Los Angeles, California, mm -hmm. sold out date. Then we went to Toronto, Toronto Canada. Yeah, it was about two sold out dates. Back to back. Two sold out dates back to back. Then we went to London, sold out date. Next stop is Shy Town, mm -hmm. Chicago. October 22nd. Click the link in your bio, in our bio. Get your tickets now. We're on a we're on a pattern here, so it's highly likely that we'll sell out yes. again. Um, so get your tickets before they sell out. Market Mondays is an experience. The live show is an experience. We always bring on a guest. We always it's the whole vibe. Um, Market Mondays we will be in Chicago October twenty second. We will be in Ghana December twenty seventh. So mm -hmm. get your tickets to either or. But if you're in Shot Town, pull up on us and then we're gonna end the end the year in the motherland. Mm -hmm. uh, you know the vibe. Can I wait. It's gonna be one. Okay, let's get into the show, please. Let's do this. What are your thoughts on my forex fund being charged with a three hundred million dollar fraud on retail traders? And what are the top lessons to learn from it? Man, this is heartbreaking to see um, initially. But the number one thing that we have to realize is that this will not be the last. So my forex fund is a prop trading firm where they charge people to sign up. If you pass a trading evaluation, you can get funded to have capital to trade if you don't have capital on your own. Uh, lesson number two, there's no such thing as easy money in any climate. Um, and later we'll talk about what you can do to prevent this from happening to you. And also if you're with a prop firm currently, I will walk through, through some signs on if everything's on the up and up. Um, but thirdly, and the most important, I've said this before, and I, I don't want to be gruff or flippant, but you have to be so good at trading your own money that you never need anyone else's capital. So in every business transaction, when you sit at the table, you have to know if you are the beneficiary of this transaction or if you're the loser in it. For the most part, and even though this company has been out for three years, I never heard of anyone getting funded from them and having capital to trade for a long period of time so i mean if you look at the cftc report you can see that they were actively using software to make sure before you got funded they would destroy your wins like they were putting you in at market orders getting you in at the worst prices so you wouldn't win 
everyone in investing in finance is not your friend. Mm -hmm. Please, please be mindful of that. Um, I always say trading has considerable risk. And when you're trading, you're not trading against just other retail traders. You can trade it against prop firms, hedge funds, banks, some of the smartest people, but companies also like this that are preying upon the weaknesses and hopes of people. So um, please, please be careful. Yeah. So, so for those who are not in the know, because even when I looked at it, I'm like my, my Forex did a little research on it. And so uh, yeah. let's just, let's just break this down a little bit further. So the CFTC is the Commodity Futures Trade Commission for those who are not in the know. My Forex was founded in November of 2021. They have 135,000 customers and have taken yep. in over $310 million. Well, yep. how if they weren't funded? Here's how. Right. The complaint alleges that the traders global activity uh, actively minimizes the likelihood that customers trade profitability by using pretext uh, terminating customers accounts, misleading assessing commissions that reduce customer account equity. And secretly, they use specialized software to cause customer orders to be executed at worse prices than appeared to the customer at the time of the order. And this is crazy and handicapping the extreme small number of successful customers to decrease customer profits and increase customer losses. So the more you yeah. lose, the more they're going to make. In fact, they're making sure that you lose by putting it in your order at a worse price compared to what the actual number is. Uh -huh. So they've also said that anyone offering and entering inter-leveraged retail Forex contracts without registration. So they're not even registered, which is yep. crazy. We talk about red flags, not registered or offering or entering into leveraged retail commodity contracts off exchange is acting in clear violation of the law. So that's the report from the CFTC. Uh, so there's no way you're going to win. No. Right? This is, when we talk about retail investors and we talk about uneducated investors, these are some of the things that they're looking for. To have 135 people in there in a fund that's unregistered is, it sounds almost unbelievable, but we see it yeah. more, than, we, more than, than not. And probably only 2 to 3% of the people are winning. Um, and then, I mean, that'll bring us to the, the red flags portion. If you don't know anyone that has worked with a prop firm for two or three years and they haven't had funding, like as big as Forex is, I never knew 40 people that got funded and kept their liquidity out of all the thousands of traders. So even when we go back to episode 70, uh, shout out to all the Forex traders I may have upset. I wasn't as wise as I am now. I apologize. These are some of the threats you have to look out for because a lot of times when you're trading, you're not just battling other traders. Like even now in the futures market, I was talking to a few people at, at InvestFest. They're stop hunting like crazy. Like even when I'm starting to place orders now, I'm having to place my entry, let it go up and then place my stop in after. Because it seems like as soon as you put in your stop and it hit the stop and then go to the direction that you thought it was going to go. And a lot of times it's these firms that have access behind the scenes that can see where retail traders are placing their trades and they're wiping out your order. So you have to be very careful. Um, and also, if you don't know anyone that has success with them for a three to five year period, I get it. Traders lose things happen, but you don't have 10 success stories and you've been running for three years. And that that seems kind of shady to me. And for all of my futures traders, you need to go ask if you are with a prop firm. Can I talk to 10 or 15 people that are funded that has been funded with you for a year to make sure that the same thing is not going on? Yeah. There's no easy capital. Like if someone says, hey, I'm going to give you $900,000 if you pass an evaluation for 200 bucks, more than likely it's not legit. 
Because if so, why did okay? So when we went to Wall Street, did you hear Wall Street? Anybody on Wall Street ever mention any of these prop firms? No. If it was that easy, well, we have 70 shows. It's not that effing easy. I'm gonna yeah. make sure we stay monetized for the first 15 minutes of the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. Please be mindful on in a transaction if you are being taken advantage of or if it's for your benefit. Yeah, and that's education in itself, too. I know we kind of just breezed over limit orders and market prices, but limit orders is the amount that you're saying that I'm not going to pay more. Than, right. Yeah. So if, if the price of the equity is $17.05, you're saying that I want to buy it at $17.05. That is my limit. I'm not going higher than that. Right. When you have a market order, then that means that whatever the price is at the time of the trade being executed, that's yeah. what you're paying. And so if you saw it at $17.05 and by the time the trade was executed, it went up to $7.15, that's what you paid. Mm -hmm. And so when they're doing things like this and manipulating it, I mean, obviously, if you had one thing set in mind on your computer screen, that when it got executed, it changed, you can see where there's going to be a lot of profitability that's going to be lost because you lost right from the jump. Yeah. Um, the win, was, the win was, was not built in. Yeah. If you're a forex trader and you got caught up in this, um, you can bounce back, use a high risk to reward ratio. So you can go for maybe we can get just back on um, in a couple of weeks, but go for a high risk to reward scenario. Risk one to make 21 to make 50. And it could always be worse. You could have woke up like Logan Paul did yesterday. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> and my boy had a rough day yesterday. What happened with Logan Paul? Uh, we, we cannot divulge here. If it, let, I'm letting them do their Googles. Yeah, okay. it would be inappropriate. And then, you know, if I say it's inappropriate, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So what, what are some red flags that retail traders should be aware of when investing in similar type of fund? Um, the first thing I would do is I would want to talk to or at least see a webinar of the CEO and see if he has a trading background, what his pedigree is. So if he came from a big firm, what was the iteration for like, what was the reason for the idea? Um Number two, I want to see what is the probability. And if they walk you through a path to actually get funded, will they tell you how to pass the evaluation? And also, if you're making this money with their firm, what kind of split do they have? So if they're entering you in a 50-50 partnership, 60-40, great. I've seen some firms that will give you 95% of profit, but it's like if they will give you 95% of profit and only keep 5%, more than likely, that's not a scenario that we're the, the financials are in their favor, they're not going to let you get through the funding process. So I will want to see like a background on the team, the CEO, the founders. After that, um, definitely, I will want to talk to some people who's been through the process, but I want to see why they started the company. If they've only been around for three or five years, that's a no-go for me. But if they've been around 10, 15, 20, yeah. it's, it's probably more legitimate. Yeah. I'll add, can I just add another one to it? Absolutely guarantees anytime somebody says assured or guaranteed that's like the, that's like the red flag of all red flags so even yes. in the company line the statement is um they assured customers that your success is our business and we only make money when you do it can't sound greasier than that man so like any type yeah. of guarantee or or rest assured or hey uh these are the levels of returns we can promise you Mm -hmm. All those things are, are red flags. In fact, if yeah. anybody is looking and like they're just beginning investing, if you see these type of things, turn the other way. Stay away. Turn and if they way. don't have anyone that's endorsing it that isn't being paid, that is of stature, that's another thing I noticed too. Like, no, 
the people that I know that actually trade Forex at a high level, I never even heard them mention it before. So you have to be mindful. And it, it's a good lesson too for this era too. Um, if you don't do good business, that business will collapse. A lot of people built a business model off of a zero inflation environment with so much hype. Uh, we can talk about it later. I, at some point, we have to have an acknowledgement that I was right about majority NFTs. But if you're building a business based off hype alone, it won't last for the long term. Yeah, so. hype guarantees overly consistent returns. That's another one. Yeah, like if you're at 10.256% return every month, like, like bro, Bernie Madoff was giving people a 30% return when the market was melting apart going long. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you're, you're having these guarantees no matter the direction of the market or the economy. Yeah. Another red flag. Yes. Another red flag. Big red flag. Big yeah. red flag. If it, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. It is. It's a fact. Because all the banks would have eaten up all the capital that would have been allotted there. Like when I mean, we've seen it with BlackRock, like BlackRock and Blackstone had amazing returns and they took the model of every real estate developer. They was like, let me just buy every building. Great. They want to play Monopoly as well. When traditionally they wouldn't even be in that business. We, we can talk about that later too, but because they're starting to dip their toe, toe into that Bitcoin ETF. But like, if you don't see big players in a space, there's a, usually a reason why. There's usually no money there. Yeah, for sure. You never heard Diddy be like, yo, I'm finna get capital for the album from my Forex funds. You don't think Diddy wouldn't have got $9 million to do the album from there if it only took 200 bucks to go get $2 million worth of capital? Like, man, the hustlers are going to go get the money regardless. If you don't see any legitimate players, Robert Smith never said anything about more my Forex funds. So do your research and listen to, to what the big dogs say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. Rite Aid is preparing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Yeah. Should this be of concern and how can we profit from it? Um, it it's a sector that I'm really not favorable about at all. And it's the like the fast pharmacy model. So Walgreens CEO stepped down. Mm -hmm. Rite Aid is now going through a bankruptcy issue. CVS is like floundering. It's okay. Number one, I would stay away from the sector altogether. Like if you are going to invest in the healthcare space, you have to swim upstream to big pharma or big healthcare companies. Um, and if you're going to be invested in a Walgreens Boots Alliance or a Rite Aid, like you're better off picking a pure real estate play because it's really a hybrid and a hybrid that has not dominated. I would, and I very rarely say, say this, like I, this is a sector I would stay away from altogether. Like yeah. CVS, Walgreens, any mixed medicine, mixed use retail pharmacy space, the margins are not great. It's too much competition. Um, there's not enough loyalty amongst, like, I mean, even Kroger, like, once you start to get into that space, you're now competing against Walmart, Kroger, even Target. They've there had some issues, but you're competing against the big boys who have way more space, way more reach than you. Albertsons is a, comp a competition now. There isn't much creative edge there, so I will stay away all together and then just go upstream to the yeah. farm. I, I put CVS as one of my sleepers. I think we did that at the, to, to one of the shows. And I was the like, Toronto shows, yeah. The Toronto show, I put it as one of my sleepers. Um, but I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say why Rite Aid is filing for Chapter 11 because that, that that's the biggest part of this thing is, is the why. And they're preparing it because um, 
they've been federal lawsuits right for their role in the sale of opiates and so the this has happened over the past couple of years. In fact, in 2018, Walgreens was in talks to acquire Rite Aid. Mm -hmm. That didn't pan out. And now we see what happened with the lawsuit with, with the opiate. I think they owe $3.3 billion in debt um, from legal, yeah, from legal allegations um, that they oversupplied prescription painkillers. And so they lost that suit. So you're talking about over, I think there's over a, a thousand, a thousand plaintiffs um, in the yeah. lawsuit, $3.3 billion. I mean, that's a, a hefty, a hefty, hefty amount of money to be paying, especially from the, the business model that they have. And so that's why they're filing for bankruptcy. But then I started thinking, how can we invest in it? Not not Rite Aid itself, but maybe it is inside that mergers and acquisitions. Walgreens didn't work. Maybe they'll revisit it now that one of their competitors is now at a point where yeah, it could be something that they could acquire. Or is it a CVS that comes in? Or is it an Amazon and says, all right, well, that would be great. This is something that we can add as we go into this healthcare space as well. And so the, the important piece is like why they're filing, but then also from a, a mergers and acquisitions, which companies are in place. That's why I always talk, talk about cash flow. It's like who can now say that was somebody that had a long a longstanding enterprise in this space yep. that is now floundered. Can we acquire add it to our portfolio and make this a better rebranding situation? So I think from an investment point, I think that's we should be looking at companies that can do that inside of, of, of the healthcare space. But the why is important. Yeah, I agree. And if they got sued for the op opioid crisis, at what point will the music industry be held liable? I don't know if it's come out publicly yet, but there's been a couple of rumors that the Sackler family, who was tied to Purdue Pharma, who caused the crisis, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at one mm -hmm. point was paying for promotion through artists to get the word out. At what point do we think the music industry will have to be responsible? I mean, we'll have to tackle it today, but I do think once we talk about this opioid crisis and the pipeline, um, I never even thought I would hear prescription be mentioned in rap songs and be, and be played on the radio. Yeah. Like, big, oh, yeah. and of course, like Biden is starting to attack big pharma. I don't know if that's the best thing to do in terms of an election because the pharmaceutical industry has a lot of power. But if we are going to attack these companies and sue them, I think we have to attack the entire pipeline or supply chain. Yeah, Purdue Pharma went under. Their lawsuit was, I think they lost, it was $6.6 Yeah, I mean, but I think they made 16 so. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So they went under, Rite Aid is on, on its way. Um, yeah, so it's, it's an interesting time to watch this play out. But I think you bring up a good point about what role did, did does music play in that? Yeah. Or does the, not the music, but the actual labels themselves. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, like for a year, I mean, I know it's a, it's a thing in Houston, but then like it went worldwide, like the use of lean and like that guy went to jail, but the fine was minimal. Like, of course, they took it off the market. But if you're you're paying artists or there's an inducement to advertise it at some point, even like the, the, the FTC and all, like, why are you letting drugs being marketed through music? But that goes back to the relationship with the pharmaceutical company and how much they run advertising. So, true. Charles, you can stop me if I'm getting too crazy. I'm trying to. Keep nah, I mean, it's true. It. You, you watch TV, you watch any of these, you watch, you know, CBS or NBC or ABC. At during the daytime programming, look how yes. many healthcare commercials are on your screen on a daily basis. Yeah. Obviously, where the money's being spent. I mean, it's, it's by far the most. Even when we went to the Grammys, I'm like, those are Pfizer awards. 
<laughs> like right. boy, they they ran all the awards like it's it's you know cnn and that's a whole other topic for another day um but shout out to eli lily appreciate you guys i want to smoke <laughs> <laughs> throw my cape real quick i would be honest with my cape hey hello so, to the good folks at striker biggest yes. in america absolutely thermo fisher biggest yes. business in america healthcare healthcare is the biggest business in america by yep. far yep. i mean we're gonna be honest that that poison index of the food pharma alcohol drugs that's 60 percent of all united states legal commerce the, the food will make you sick then you have a pill to fix it and then when you come off the pill to cope let's sell you some budweiser and do say and shout to do say i love y'all um and, and every other kind of cognac so but the poison index is one of the most profitable food pharma and alcohol for those who say i don't give y'all new tips don't get choked up we can cut it out <laughs> nah, casamigos it was a casamigos okay black man drugs drugs move the needle they are moving the needle I see what you do. You rapping. You on the love album? What's up? The love album. <laughs> love, <laughs> love. Snow Allegra. I see the I see the play. Check the features. Snow Allegra. Oh man. Yeah. Check the features. Yes, sir. Ski. All right. Uh yes. <laughs> Merch sale. Y'all be tight lipped about all your y'all little intros. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. That's I've been running out telling all the bit like, yo, next year. <laughs> Gotta get Hove. Hove, you on the line. What's up for Invest Fest 2024? Hovey baby, Warren Buffett. We gotta speak into existence. I'm gonna do it. God did. Everything top secret. Hey. Top secret. Just know we working. We always yeah. working. We've kept levels so far. We've we've kept levels from you know Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey. Yes. Diddy Robert Smith. Um, well, just stop there. Those two. That's hard to pull off back to back. That's like yeah. scoring 45 in the finals and the next year scoring 50, 15, and 15. Yeah. That's tough, bro. No pressure. But um, we have, <laughs> we have some ideas. We have some ideas. We are working. Um, the one y'all told me, I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're working. Yeah, it's, 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 you know what? That was one of the best compliments. It, when people actually saw it, they were like, this doesn't even feel real. The, the mm -hmm. amount of people that are here, not the attendees, but the actual people who are on stage, it almost didn't seem real. Like, how could you get all these people in the Diddy, same place? Diddy said, well, I was talking to Diddy before. He was like, yo, y'all got a hell of a lineup. Yeah, this lineup <laughs> was lineup crazy, bro. Crazy. Like, yo, your lineup is crazy. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> wait. Stay tuned. Headed to the mountain. Uh, and Best Fest, we are throwing a merch sale. Yes. What's the, what's the information? Uh, it is 50% off all merch that is not on the clearance uh, side of the, the site. Uh, so the the... What is the code? I think it's invest 50 invest 50 off all merch right now. That is not labeled clearance In, invest 50 invest fast 50 invest fast 50 there invest fast 50 promo code to get 50% off merch. There it is. The, the, yeah. What you said was extremely complicated. Just in, <laughs> invest fast 50 to get 50% off of merch. There it is. Um, okay. And um, I would encourage you guys to get the replay. Can you give them a link for that? So yes. if you didn't get to hear everything, please go get the replay. On the Invest Fest website, and that's yeah. all of the all of the speakers, and a lot of panels. People didn't know about the Fidelity stage. Incredible. Um, that stage. Incredible. Had a lot of great panels. Reparation panel was on that stage. The artificial intelligence was panel was on that stage. 
the how to start a merch business panel was on that stage. E-commerce presentation was on that stage. Yeah. The NACA mobile homes panel was yeah. on that stage. Very good. Business niche. of podcasting. Our brother Dave Shans. Yeah. I'll put some pressure on them. We're having Jeezy being on stage at the same time. But you know, nah, Dave Shans had a packed house. Nah, he because, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw the influx of people come after yeah, I people. he had just finished because it was like midway through Jeezy's performance and like thousands of people started that to come. That way he came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a crowd. Nah, he held his own. He held his own. Um, and once again, sorry for to I want to apologize to um Eastside Golf and Corey and um Trey and the mobile homes panel um because they went up against Diddy and that wasn't by design. We had to move yeah. Diddy's time. So it's a difficult situation to go up against Diddy. Um so yeah, that's yeah. not something that we wanted to happen. Um but it did happen. Yeah. So. Nor did we plan for it to happen, but we had to make an adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. All love. And they know that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's honorable. Yeah. Hey, yo, clip that in when y'all be talking about my boy pajamas too. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. Play. <laughs> the pajama play. Yeah. The pajama. And shout out to y'all parents too. I was supposed to be in a suit this week. I made a promise to your parents to get back to the suit. <laughs> I didn't do it. Next week, I promise you. Your mom was like, listen, Super you came to the dark side. I need you to go back <laughs> to the suit. I'm like, I got you. I got you. My mama talks. Got to listen. <laughs> How'd you yes. feel about my my pajamas? I thought they were fire low key. I could, because I saw the leisure move. I saw, like, as soon as you did it, I was like, okay, great. It's like, the smart, chill. The smart, ones get it. the smart ones get it. Leisure's been earned. Cool. But because I think a lot of the times and and I've talked about it last week and, you know, my little, little clip that I put up Friday, but like sometimes the reputation can precede you. Mm. But I don't think people realize like we literally work every day. Yeah. Like, yeah every day. People think like, hey, you come up with the idea for the Market Mondays tour and it's like you do two days of work. It's like, no, like that's a whole thing series that we have to plan and vast fast as soon as it's over working on deal flow stuff after that, working on presentations. Uh, like it's nonstop. So I think sometimes people take things out of context or feel away. And I want us as a community, I was talking about this yesterday with Ish and Trap and Dave Shans, like what can we do to have a bigger impact overall? But I want us to stop sitting on the sidelines and, and commentating. And I want all of us to get in the game. And that's something that Chamal talked about and being the man in the arena. And he got a lot of pushback for it. But the thing that I want us to take away as a culture is that we are so amazing. When we get into any space, we end up dominating. But it's not enough of us executing at a high level to have the impact and to change everything and to close this wealth gap as quickly as we should. We need more people to make more shows on other topics. We need other people to be in, in biotech and pharma and uh, pharmaceutical sales and international development. And like, we haven't even talked about Yamanaka factor. There are things that are coming down the pipeline that we're just oblivious to. Now is not the time to play, but I feel like the media companies, I gave y'all the clout investment strategy two weeks ago, but I think the media companies are training us to look at other people's lives so that they can monetize opposed to telling you what to do to make your life better. Um, and kudos to you that are executing at a high level. I appreciate you. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. But I think there's an active war in media to get us to fight amongst each other so that they can keep the wealth gap between the rich and the poor very high. Because if we stop listening to divisive programming, 
a lot of businesses are going to go under. Disney isn't doing as well as they should or could be. Netflix isn't doing as well as they could be. Tubi's in shambles, right? Shout out to everybody at Tubi. But I think a lot of times negative programming gets so much traction. And if we stop buying into that, it will be better for our community, our culture. and But most importantly, the wealth gap being erased because that's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. There's also a community of people online. You know, the average person, um, there's a community of people like even like I think the red pill people. Yeah. Red pill, there's a community yeah. of people that have um, gathered like people that's on the fringe that might be yeah. frustrated with their life, frustrated with society. And they they've kind of that's actually how Hitler came into power. It's a great series on, on Netflix um, called How to Become a Tyrant. That's and, a good um, series. And it's it funny. Like, we will watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they were saying that's how he actually came into power is because he, um, yeah. you know, a lot of people was unemployed, a lot of people was frustrated. So he used that frustration and gathered support for his ideology yeah. of, um, you know, white supremacy. And before you know it, it just struck the masses. So, um, you know, because when you really think, because it's like people be like, yo, bro, like, why is he wearing silk pajamas, bro? Da -da -da -da, peace King, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it really just comes down to frustration yeah. and um, it's a frustration that um, a lot of people are economically um, struggling. So you could just kind of just nitpick anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. If you have to talk about somebody's outfit, then you go, you go into lengths of you just kind of making up like, let alone, like we just talked about a $300 million fun that just went bankrupt like and you yeah and you're making content about my my eyeglasses but this is a frustration of yes you know not being able to figure it out like yo i've been making content every day for 10 years straight and nobody's paying attention i do rallies and i can't get 37 people to come to my rally so you you um it's anger do you um, ever consider though that you know that the people gonna get upset when you do these type of things or do you just not care for the marketing aspect we can clip this out if we need to. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, for him, yeah, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know him. I didn't think. I, I didn't think. I didn't think. The, I didn't think the pajama, I didn't it think wasn't the, that bad, bro. I'm gonna be real. Was, yeah. I didn't think it was gonna be that triggered. I was actually surprised. I didn't think the pajama play was gonna be that triggering. I actually put thought into the pajama play. My rationale behind it was that InvestFest, and this is just bigger than InvestFest. We go to a lot of conferences, we speak, and I'm like, it's not really appropriate to wear jeans or like a yeah. sweatsuit at this point in time. But, but it's tough also, to be in a suit for 13 hours, though. Exactly. But also, I don't really necessarily want to wear a suit either. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the middle ground? And um, I actually got inspired for the Terry Cloth outfit by the, the Prada. Prada has a similar outfit. I have it. They have a short set. It's a short set. Wait, wait. That's not say they have. I have. Troy has it. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know that you are no. our Prada. No, 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 we not, know. we cannot do that. You're the only person that has the Prada? No, I have. No, I'm just saying I have that. That's what's but made by Prada. Yeah, it's a Prada sweatshirt. I wore it to, I wore it to your birthday. I'm just, I'm, I didn't know that you were a representative but of Prada. I'm not, I'm not but I'm a Prada. Of that look. He's, he's that an look. ambassador of fashion. Of that look. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Prada makes a, a terry cloth um, short, short set, right? But I had I'll never, see. I've never seen it in um, pants and long sleeve shirt. True. 
which essentially I guess turned into pajamas. That's why maybe I never seen it. That's why. But I, that was my vision. So I'm like, yo, I never really see because I get cold a lot, so I'm anemic. So I can't wear shorts in in these conferences. I actually put a lot of thought into this. Yes, yeah, too cold. Um, which is which is very is is um is hurtful. When I hear negative um, comments, tell him they'll be hurting your feelings. Stop. 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 No, no, no. Let my he got feelings. You mean not a barbarian? Put, Come on. Man. I put it thought, hurt. I put thought effort to this because I'm like I'm anemic, so I can't wear short sleeves. So they I'm, weren't thinking about that. So I'm like, all right. What if we do a long sleeve Terry Claw play to offset the iron deficiency? I'm gonna get sympathy. Come on, let's go to offset the iron deficiency. And then it's a nice leisure. It's a nice leisure. It's not a suit, but yeah. it's not a sweatsuit either. It could yeah. kind of fall in. The, and then also I'm like, all right, I want to do satin one day. Um, and then I want to do terry cloth the other day. To show you how smooth life can be. I, I, it's it's confusing because I, I really never even thought this, the, the terry cloth was looked at as pajamas. I just thought that was terry cloth. It would be no different than you had a, if you had a zipper going down it, I yeah. mean, I guess just, just I guess because it kind of had like the bowling shirt, yeah. so it felt like it could have been that. Yeah, I thought the, the, the first one, I could see like because I seen comments, and I don't, I don't really care, but I seen they kind of saying that we was doing like TLC creep on them. I tell you what, <laughs> tell you what. Yo, that's, that's funny though. Oh God, that's funny. That's funny. that's funny. that's funny as hell. I'm like, okay, wow, cool, cool. I'll tell you what, it's all it's all funny until it's not. If I see any of these high fashion designers with their new <laughs> Spring, oh yeah, and, and I see the and I see the pajamas. If I see the pajamas or any of these high fashion designer plays, just know I'm coming for ten percent. Yeah, yes, because right, I'll take the ridicule, but I also want to be the pioneer. I'll take the ridicule. You want all the risk and none I of the feedback. in perpetuity. I want all of the risk and none of the yeah. feedback. I, I, no, I'll take the feedback. Yeah. yeah, but I want to be the pioneer when this thing hits. And you start to see it in Macy's because somebody was like, "Yo, does he keep the tags on his clothes? You don't really get two tags. You don't really get tags in these kind of clothes." No, sir. <laughs> somebody said that. Yeah. No, sir. It ain't really too much tags. Let's bring it back down for the, the only that ready. has it. The only that's wrapping that's the only one that has it. But I just, I just would like to have some credit in this. Nah, the TLC joint was funny because it was a picture. Oh, it was me. That's you, hilarious. Terrence. I saw Lenny S saying like, "I hope that I hope you don't I hope you don't rock him to sleep." It was like, like all right. That's that's funny. Shout out to Lenny. That's funny. I mean, can we turn it into a branding lesson, though? Like, even though it may get some criticism, these are the things that have to be done. Like, we take me, for example. If I did way more salacious stuff, I would be a lot more popular. Just talking about investing alone is not going to cut it in our community. No, it's not. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry. And, and, that's not, and that's not who you are either. You are more than just an investor. Like, yeah. you don't invest 24 hours seven, a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody Double does. layers. You're not you're not just reading the Wall Street Journal every single day of the week. Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's not who you are. Like, yeah, there's layers to it. That's a fact. I mean, it's part of it, right? It's part of who you are as a person. The, the last and, thing, the last hold on, really quickly, because I just want to I gotta we gotta give a shout out to Mike B. I mean, yeah, because, Mike. and this is this is something too. Like, I think he's gonna make it on time. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Mike B. It was, it was an emergency that he, you know, we had to get a, a situation situated to make sure that he got there. But a lot of credit goes out to him and this is this is something too. Like me and Shadi, we never have conversations about what we're gonna wear. We just kind of just wear it. And so like it was interesting that we came out. I mean, he has satin, has satin, but I gotta give credit to Fat Joe too. I want to give. He probably don't even know this, but I was in. I was with Mike B, and I uh, I seen something that they was making for Fat Joe, and I was like, Yo, let's just play with fabrics. How many different fabrics can we do? And then, Ian, you sent me something like, What y'all gonna do? I sent you a picture of one of the things yeah. we're gonna do. 
And I was like, let's just play with fabrics. And I was like, what's that right there? Because I need what Joe has. And it was it was Gator. And I was like, let's turn it into something. So I said, Mike, let's just be creative. Now, when we did it, it was like, all right, cool. Let's just put it out there. But the reaction to it, and this is exactly why, and it kind of goes into what you're doing. Like, let's just be who we are. Let's just have fun with it. The first thing that people said was like, yo, I really love y'all because y'all do whatever y'all want. Joe Button walked up to me. First thing he said is like, yo, yeah. I just saw Shadi and Terry Cloth. Now you have on Gator. Yo, y'all really don't have no rules. Y'all play by no rules. And that's what it's about. It's about having fun, doing what we can, and doing what we want. Being a man for no rules. Especially when it comes to how we're going to present ourselves to the world. Here's the last thing. And, and we can sit on the stage with billionaires and do it. Here's the last thing I'm going to say about this. Just block me for this week because I'm, I'm going crazy. <laughs> Reminder. I'm going to go crazy for this week. But after New York Fashion Week, I'm, I'm going to tone it down. Go to but listen, listen, listen. No, no. It's time. It's gonna be assets and liability hoodies for the next three months. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dark. No. I'm gonna go dark for three months. Why? Yeah. Timing I'm, of market. I'm, I'm gonna just let. It's insensitive to not. I'm gonna just let. I'm gonna let things sound. It's insensitive not to. So just block me for this week, though. Give me this week, and then I'll go. I'll chill out for three months. But the last thing I'll say about this is for all of you people in the comments that's like, well, real money doesn't dress like this. Real, you never seen real money before. One. Two, who's the richest person in the world? Has he's the richest person in the world for no essential item at all? All luxury goods, front row and in Paris Fashion Week. What I'm saying is that you could dress however you want, but that's a yeah. that's a that's a myth that has been pushed. Of course, like Not community, yeah. You could really dress however you want. Like you go to Saudi Arabia, they might have the full throw worn with a half a million dollar watch with no ice, with yes. no ice at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't even fully, you might not even know that the watch cost a half a million dollars. You're going to tell them that's not how a billionaire, a billionaire shouldn't have a half a million dollars. Well, tell them that because they got it. You know what I'm saying? Like you might go to Dubai and, and see and the most craziest <laughs> thing. See somebody with a tiger. It's all about you. Obviously you got to use common sense. You don't want to spend more than you have. You don't spend lavishly for no reason. Like, but it's a false narrative. You can wear a t-shirt every single day if you want. That's but, like a like said, The richest man in the world is rich from luxury items that none of the things that he has equity in are essential oh. at all. None of them. None of yeah. them. Not one. And he has about 500 companies. Not one is, is essential. Yeah. And he's the wealthiest person in the world. So you talk about Arnaud? He's the richest Super person tight. in the world, right? Yep. Back and forth, him and, him and Elon. But right now, and, he's the richest person. And going to the investor side, referring to people like, who is he talking about? Don't invest Macy's at all. I was shorted if I could at the right price. Belong LVMH. You want to talk about dominant? You think Apple has a monopoly? There is no luxury brand that they don't own. And if, if you get time, go read his book. Um, any articles on how he acquired all of those brands? Brilliant strategy, and almost no one is paying attention that he has acquired Monopoly on the luxury market. Yeah, and he's preparing a succession plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. Got Versace and Donatella right up out of there. Yeah. Done. Still doesn't have Gucci. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Is the urban doom loop the next economic threat? Or is the threat overhyped? And what stocks do you like in the space to invest in? Uh, so the urban doom loop is like all the big corporations downsizing, 
the buildings, I mean, even during COVID, I think James Altucher was like, hey, New York is going to collapse and everyone's going to move out. And um, while some people moved and, of course, some hedge funds, of course, relocated to Florida, for the most part, big cities are doing OK. Um, I don't think that this is the next big threat. And I would say it's slightly overhyped, but you do have to take in consideration that Salesforce in Indianapolis is downsizing. There's a bunch mm -hmm. of uh, companies in Memphis that are downsizing. L.A. has been falling apart in the commercial space since 2020. So I think we're just getting to the correct levels where we should be. I think people overdeveloped uh, too fast, too quickly. Um, we've talked about it before in 2020 and 2021, like Google has shut down some of their office spaces. Meta has downsized some. Um, but I think we're just getting to the correct valuations of where we should be and the correct metrics for how much space is so how much space each of these companies really need. Um, if you're going to invest in this space, I would be long Google, long Meta. I would be long on CRM uh, as well. So those are like the three that I think, even if they downsize, that the margins on a company are so good, they are still going to thrive. And of course, we'll talk about it later, but BlackRock and Blackstone. I told us the stock club yesterday, but if you are a real estate investor, by 2035, your number one competitor are they're going to be BlackRock, Blackstone, and Vanguard. Very soon, you'll see Vanguard start to acquire some of these properties as well. And we've already heard the talks of mixed use and a company potentially like having office space on a lower level and then um, residential units above, and you have a grocery shopping on like the middle tiers. I think that is going to get sped up, especially if we see a slowing and we, see, we get a lot more exposure to the issues that are happening in China with Evergrande, we'll talk about the trust later. Um, but there, there are some contagion issues that could spill over, but you have to remember in every crisis, it presents an amazing opportunity for someone else. So I would be long on Google meta CRM as a result, but I don't think this is the, the next big threat. I think there's a bunch of combinating uh, factors that is making us go through this downturn. Did I, I had CRM. That's interesting. I'll start backwards. I had CRM as, as the company uh, for a number of reasons. And I think the major cities make sense. We we talked about this maybe, I think, last week or two weeks ago when we were talking about yeah. work and the impact on New York City and what kind of impact would it be. I think for the major cities, we should be okay. Yeah. Like the, the New Yorks, the LA, Chicago's, it, it's those, those mid-level cities that I think we'll see um, this type of doom loop. And so you got to paint the scenario where workers don't return, uh, retail businesses shutter for a lack of customers, residents flee to the suburbs further out from that those mid-level cities. And if we can and talk, not to cut you off, they're pushing yeah. us back to the suburbs too. Yeah, but here's the here's the part that we don't talk about: the city's tax revenue. Yeah, right. So if all those things happen, then the tax revenue for that city declines, which leads to fewer services and then fewer residents. And so if we look at some of these spaces, and I know we're like, yo. Summer Fridays are over, but people still have to go back to these places. They still have to go back to work. And so yeah. what you're seeing is high delinquency, right? And then you're also seeing low occupancy. Those two things don't work in these type of environments. Yeah. Then somebody put this, this, this picture, they painted it really, really nice. They were like, look, if offices are empty, right? That's the first part. The commercial real estate is losing value, right? That's going to pull down municipal tax revenue, which we don't talk about, but we should. There's going to be few commuters, meaning that there'll be less revenue from uh, transit, 
which yeah. we don't talk about. So like these are all factors that make up a city and obviously not New York City. And then if you have fewer people using transit, that means there's fewer people in your downtown, which means fewer shopping, which means to more unemployment in those areas. We just saw it happen in San Francisco. Right. We looked at yeah. one of the biggest retail malls that shut down and we went there maybe two years ago and we looked and we were kind of downtown and yeah, the huge Salesforce building. But as you walk around, you start to see like there's a lot of retail space and wait, this mall is closing and that office. Yeah. Building. And so you're starting to see these things play a part of it. But once it starts to affect the the revenue from a standpoint of tax, but all these things, there's an issue here. Yeah. There's an issue that, that we definitely got to be mindful of. So is it the next biggest economic threat? I don't know if it's the next thing, but it is definitely a threat that we, we should be paying attention to. But I like I like CRM for the reasons that you just said. Yeah. We look at Absolutely. a company who is positioned to thrive in either of these, those environments, whether people are back in the workforce or people are at home working yeah. from home. Like there's there's still be communication throughout an enterprise because that's what the company is based off. So I, I definitely like CRM and I, I love Google too. I'm like I, I'm glad that you added that one. Yeah, and even Meta, like Meta is the reason why most people don't even like engaging in person anymore because it's more True. convenient in your home. Like you can reach 5,000 people a day just from your phone through WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook. So um, it's interesting to see even in the digital space how there's crossover into real life. We work is still in shambles. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting to the day where we get the call that we work is officially done. Um, so say your prayers now. We haven't done dead alive in a few, but whew, go pay your respects. Um, so yeah, I think the world is changing. Also on a political side, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but Big T could win. We and we need a chief like revitalization officer of the United States at some point. Like we need someone to look at all the major businesses. If he's not locked up. Good point. It's a very good It's a very good possibility. I don't know how he doesn't get convicted. They have him on wiretap. It's a it's a pretty easy case. I think the trial. One of the trials starts in March. And they're going. Early. It's cold defendants. One of them is going to end up ratting. Yeah. Um. So I don't know the how. Boy's still locked up in Fulton right now with a public defender. You That's know he about to tell. Yeah, he couldn't afford. To, he couldn't afford bail. Who? It was uh, the only black guy the only with black Trump. Who, yeah. Yeah, figures. in Fulton County. They're going now. They they going. <laughs> the sixteen out, one left. I don't know. Let's I, let's I, guess who. I don't know how he. I don't know how he avoids um conviction. I don't know how he avoids. You gotta say yes, ma'am, fourteen times. But he don't have nobody to tell on. He's top of the totem pole. Like you know what I'm saying, like he don't have nobody to tell on. Giuliani might rap. Um, yeah. everybody is is capable of turning state evidence except for Trump because he's the top. So they don't they yeah. want it, they want him. So um but if he's able to not get convicted, then yeah. yeah, he has a good chance of winning for sure. If not Biden who? I don't think Vivek has a chance. Um uh I think Biden tough. I think Biden wins a second reelection. I, I actually think that he wins easily, honestly. Yeah. Um not by the fact that so many people love him, but there's no there's no runner up. I mean, I think yeah. you have this this the uh, DeSantos. Um, he'll probably end up as the Republican mm -hmm. nominee. I don't He's see anything fast. I don't see anybody stronger than him. Mm -mm. Um, yeah, it's not looking good. Mm -mm. But um, yeah, I don't think if Donald Trump is not running, then the Republicans. I don't think I don't think the Republicans have a chance. Did they just have the first debate like last week? Whoa. 
you know the Republicans. Yeah. They had the yeah, they did right. It's like Chris yeah. Christie, yeah. DeSantos. It's nobody um, that's of any relevance. DeSantos is interesting. He's going to carry Florida, so that's a that's a that's a key state. He has a shot. Definitely has a shot. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think that. Um, I think that. The, I think that the Democrats will garnish enough support to get uh, Joe Biden reelected, and it's almost by default. He's going to win by default. Yeah. What are you going to be? Eighty-three. Oh yeah. Eighty-four. Mitch McConnell. Hold your hair. Pelosi, give Mitch nah, your money hold your head. so he can retire. He's been medically cleared again. That's scary, bro. It's scary to watch. Yeah, it really see is. Somebody glitch in real life twice. Twice. Yeah. The glitch master. So yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> who, I don't know who. I don't know who can beat. Yo. I don't know who can beat Joe Biden. I don't know who can beat Joe. Who Biden. can beat him? I don't know if anybody. I mean, he's incumbent, so it's tough. I'm, yeah, I don't think anybody beats him. Who will run again? I don't All know. You gotta do it. Just lay low. Yeah, just lay low. Don't say anything stupid. What do you think about Gavin Newsom, California's governor? Impossible. Well, he's he's a Democrat. That's what I'm saying. For the, as a next Democratic candidate after, I mean, if Biden. Oh, maybe after Biden. Who's yeah. next? Who's yeah, next? He's, he's positioning himself to. Yeah. to, to he's yeah. definitely positioning. He's positioning himself to become uh, a candidate at in some point. 2028. Okay. Um, and congratulations to Deion Sanders, EYL alumni. Congrats. EYL alumni. Do you believe? Colorado. You still don't believe? All I want to hear was just one game. Stop that. That's hate. TCU. Didn't they compete last year for like a national title? They got yeah. destroyed in the national but championship. They would, they would have run up to the national championship. They were the number two team in the country last year. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of hate. They, now, 20 point underdogs. 20 point underdogs. And they went away game. Yes. And yes. won. Look, and set school records while they did it. He got Boulder popping. I Man, I used to live in Colorado. Nobody was going to Boulder. Yeah. Sold out. We had we had a conversation about Dion in Miami about the turnaround. Yes. Yeah. And I said what? You said it's going to take. You said it's going to take four years. I said two years. You said next year. I said next year. I said no, no, sports no, 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 no. It's like this. Let, 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 then let's do it if you want. God did. Let's do it. God did. Let's go on record. God here's, here's what oh, I said. Oh my God. I said it's going to take two years because you got to get a whole new team. Yes, they did one. What they did is for now. We're going for the end. They got a whole team. team. TCU also had a new team too. They were the second uh, highest turnover rate outside of of Colorado. But I said what they have to compete with in the pack. I don't even know what it's called. No, they all everybody's leaving. I just seen Stanford's not in the Pac-12 anymore. It's really yeah. I said they still got it. You said they're gonna finish. They're gonna beat win the Pac-12. I said wait. They still got to beat USC. They still got to face Oregon. These are top 10 you teams. Said, you said two years or four years? I said two. Two. It's going to take at least two. You said next year. It's going to pop out and Jack and that. It's happening. It's happening now. They won, they won their first game. Oh, that's a, that's a big win, win bro. Number 17 team. In that's the a big win. And that's it's a, a great win. win. I'm not denying yeah. Yo, we are ruined. Travis Hunter, Hunter is the best player in the country. I've never top seen. Top five players I've, in the country. I've never seen a player play every single down no. before. Like this is we he, haven't this seen like that. that's a good point. He's, he's playing like Pop Warner. He yeah, he's playing every down on generation. Travis Hunter is the top five player in the country, and their quarterback Shador. He's Shador is ill too. He's top five quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah I'm not five hundred yards. That's We're not insane, denying. Bro. You know they are they set records, and we are rooting for them. Right, we are rooting for them. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is based on what is returning to the Pac-12. Who's, still, who's, who's, Caleb Williams is the Heisman Trophy winner at USC. He's probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. Look, he what he is playing at USC. They play at USC this year. Mm -hmm. I want them to. I want, that's going. That's prime time. 
when Colorado no plays USC, no pun intended. Time time. Yep. When they play Oregon, that's gonna be prime time. They still got some games on their schedule. It's like, yo, they got well, I, and it's 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 the first year. I never said that they was gonna win. I said that they was gonna have a winning record. They won one game last year. Last year, my, one in ten. My prediction was that they will have a winning record this year. They will be probably the pack. 10, whatever, pack, what is it? Whatever. It, it was Pac-12. Well, It'll be the Pac-12 winners next year. And then by year three, they're competing for a national champion. They might accelerate that. You yeah. think they can win the Pac-12 they, they Pac this year? Capable. No, just go on the record then. Yes, they're capable. Not capable. Awesome. Are they going, all right, top two? Pac-12? I think they'll be top three. Top three? Top three? Top three. Top all right. three. Top More three. importantly for the audience, since you guys interviewed them, okay. what are some leadership lessons from Dion? That you guys learned that do you think the audience could apply to themselves tonight? Dion is a you. man of high character. Yep. Uh, he has a belief in himself and he instills it on not only just his teammates, but his family, right? So we just can't take that for granted that that is his son playing quarterback. Yes. That's tough in itself, playing yeah. under your father, but you can see the belief that he has his safety, right? So that's his son as well, right? But he, it feels like the entire team feels like they are his kids. Yeah. And he's done that since he was in Texas coaching youth football. Uh, when he's at uh, Jackson State, it felt that way. He's a man of high character um, who has a wealth of knowledge inside the game of football. But in, more importantly, he has a wealth of knowledge in the, the, the game of life. Yeah. I feel like when you hear him talk, it's not just something that's been rehearsed. It's something that he's actually lived in. He's lived he, it. He's lived it. And you, the the kids believe in it. Right? His students believe in it. His, his athletes believe it's start. It's translating, right? Like even down to the littlest things, like when he changed the captain off the jersey, he took it That's off. Huge. He said, "Yeah, we we don't we don't believe in captains. We really believe in leaders, and we believe in dogs." Yeah. So if they got an L on their shirt, they lead us, and if they got the D on it, they they dogs. Just changing the narrative of of what the expectation can be in, because people are still looking at him like, "Yeah, that's a former athlete. He's a football player. He doesn't know." It just doesn't translate well. Most players don't turn into great coaches. He's yeah. doing it, but he's bigger, bigger than a coach. He's a leader of, of young men. I'm going to give you business. This is the business yeah. the lesson from Dion. And I spoke about this when we interviewed him. Uh, he has done the best job I've ever seen, ever, as far as utilizing social media and captivating, um, controlling the narrative and incorporating culture. He did it at Jackson State. He's doing it He's doing it at Colorado. So when you see Gillian Wallow and you see Yellow Breezy in the locker room, and even for us, when he was following us and I just DM'd him like, you know, hey, we'd love to. And he's like, let's do it. Let's set it up. He was in tuned enough. How many college you know, college coaches, they're not watching Ernie Lee. No clue. He's yeah. in tuned enough to know who's the mover and shakers in the culture and who's important for his own personal brand. But more important, he knows as his brand personally grows, then it's going to be easier to recruit players. You create a culture and you create a wave. And he's doing it. Mm -hmm. Even how the style of content, cell phone content, and that's something that I probably shouldn't even say this because I know nobody would ever do it for us. But um, one of the things that we did was we cut videographers and started just using cell phones because we, yep. we realized that the organic footage was more beneficial than highly produced videos. And Deion Sanders is a major reason why we did that because yeah. just watching him, his videos getting 500,000, 600,000 views. And it would just be him just dapping up Michael Irvin or him just, you know, meeting yeah. Warren Sapp and it, his other son is the one that's actually curating it with the, with the um, cell phone. Mm -hmm. And he was, he's he mastered social media and he's utilized social media. You don't get 48 new transfers. And it's not just those three plays. He's gotten probably the best yeah. recruiting class from class in America. 
Notre Dame, all, all of these top schools. Yeah. This, this is another reason why they why they won. He's done that because he's created a buzz around his culture that I've never seen before ever from social media. Um, yeah. And that's not done by accident. He's a tremendous. He has a marketing mind. He's a marketing genius. genius. Always has been. And even like the things that he's saying, like he knows that I'm gonna say this is gonna go viral. So like the press, the press conference at the end of the, when he starts to go go on. Uh, he's he was doing that when he was playing. He dumped yeah. he dumped a bucket of ice on a reporter one time. I remember when they um when he was playing football. So he's been doing this his whole career. He's he always knew how to create a lane for himself. He realized that I think his end goal is to go to the uh, NFL, but he's realizing that he's fast tracking his his trajectory. He's yeah. not working his way up the ranks, being a defensive coordinator and then, you know, doing it. He's fast tracking it, making enemies. Jump the ladder. You know what I'm saying? Being loud, being flashy, social media. People is, don't like it, but he's jumping the ladder. He's jumping the ladder to the point now where he's the biggest name in college sports. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For anybody, for a player, for a coach, like in college sports, Deion Sanders is the biggest name. That's not that's not easy to do. Yeah. So it's like, you know, his marketing, the marketing genius of it is something that I think anybody should look at how he's marketed himself in just four years, really, and has catapulted his his stock is is actually pretty phenomenal. Yeah, Saturday was the, the biggest recruitment tool that he ever needed. Here's Absolutely. the interesting part of that whole story. When he was at Jackson State, he interviewed at one other school. You know what that school was? What school was that? TCU. Really? And they did not hire him. A little chip <laughs> on the shoulder. Bigger than a chip, right? Like, yeah. add them to the schedule and let's go in there and do it on the road. And so when, he, when he's talking about God is good and God is working at all times, there's a little piece of that. Like, you guys shunned the opportunity to have me here. And I went to Colorado and I brought my guys here with me and uh, they won it in, in an impressive fashion. It was must see TV, but that's the, that's the best part. Like now Colorado, which was a one win team where we can't under like under my not popping born one everybody in Boulder. But the last Boulder's time I remember Colorado, I think Cordell Stewart was Cordell Stewart was the back in the day. That's yeah. the last time they was important. Yes. Rashawn Salon won the, the Heisman in 94, but last time it Cordell Stewart was a quarterback. Last time yeah. they were relevant. They're on national TV almost every week. His, his, ESP, they're having college game day. They got to at Boulder, they, Colorado next they, week they versus Nebraska, to. and the game you cannot buy a ticket. They had college game day, at Jackson, Mississippi. Here's, here's my here's my Fact. here's my theory on, on what Dion did. This is, I think Dion. He's he's I think he was a college he was a high school coach in Texas, right? I think he said, "I want to become an NFL coach. How do I fast track this as quick as possible?" Yeah. The first step is you got to be a college coach, right? But you got to usually work your way up the ranks to become a college coach. So he says, okay, I'm I'm not going to go to a – he could have went to, like, a big school and been a defensive coordinator and yeah. worked his way up. Well, let me – can I just pause you for two seconds because you're going to make a valid point. You have to be a college coach if you look like us because there's been NFL coaches who've had an, an, no That's college a good point. and went straight to the league. Well, yep. so what I'm saying is that from a high school coach – Yeah. So – he says, okay, this, this is the fast track. I'm going to go to a black college. Mm-hmm. Nobody would be expecting this. I'm going to get the head coaching job pretty easily, um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to turn this into a complete spectacle. I'm going to have all the rappers. I'm going to do j- just what he did, right? And win. So then he says, okay. And win. No, you got to win. Mm-hmm. So now he says, okay, I'm going to go to the worst team in, in Division One, big like big program. Colorado hasn't been good for 20 years. They won one game last year, right? 
whereas it's not even a competitive thing. It's not like he went to try to get the job at Ohio State or try to get the job at Michigan. I'm going to go bottom level. It's still a power conference. Mm -hmm. They have resources. They have the facility. They're just terrible. I'm going to go there and I'm going to get this wave lit. Exactly what he's doing. To the point where now it's undeniable. A few years of this continues. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be prime position. He'll be coaching the Jets in the NFL. Yep, fact. Brought his luggage. And he, what what do you say the luggage was? Louis. Louis. Yep. <laughs> so shout out to Dion, um, yeah. and shout out to the guys. Uh, but yeah, I think that it's just you know I think it's a very interesting business case study. From on marketing on a variety Absolutely. of standpoints and something like yeah. I said that we actually implemented. I saw the cell phone thing. I said, "Yo, we're not doing we're not doing videos anymore. We're doing cell phone videos. Even investors, yeah. if you look at most of the videos on Investfest, that really got a lot of traction. It's just regular cell phone yeah. videos, like so." He he got it so popping. Think about this from a branded standpoint. It became so popping that Nike has signed him again, and they're bringing back his sneakers. Yep. So if you watch what Shador was wearing, he's wearing his dad's sneaker from '96. Yeah, it's cleat. Of course. Like that like this guy hasn't played. You know what I'm saying? Like think about that. He's the coach of a team, but I mean, he was a, obviously one of the best superstar players. Superstar. Yeah. But his now his shoe line comes back into play for a brand that probably wasn't going to be selling those in the near future. And maybe five years think, ago. Nobody was thinking about Colorado since at all. Rocket Ishmael. No, nah, that's Notre Dame. Or yeah, do Quadri Ishmael, right? Uh, his brother went to. Did his brother go to college? Quadri Ishmael. Quadri's his brother. Yeah. Rockets Notre Dame. Long story. They haven't been good in a long time. Now Colorado's yeah. great. It's the place yeah. to be. Place I to put be. O- I put over this weekend. If you deliver the victories, the money will find you. They didn't even have the budget to assign him as a coach, and it reminds me of boosters. <laughs> boosters found the money, like, and and it goes back to when Steve Jobs came back from Apple when. Sully ran a company into the ground. Carl Icahn turned around some companies, whether you liked him as a corporate raider or not. And I know some of you at home may be like, this doesn't apply to investing. Marketing is a part of the supply chain to move the market cap of a company up. It does matter. There's a reason why Buffett has his annual conference, why uh, iPhone has, uh, Apple has the developer conference. I want you to take these lessons. And you can see a lot of what Dion is doing and Elon does it. Mm -hmm. it's It's also a real estate play. As Absolutely. far as this is what I mean by this, you have to see opportunity when nobody else does. So Absolutely, opportunity in Jackson State. It's take take the worst, take the think take the thing that nobody wants. Nobody was fighting for the job at Jackson State. Yep. Nobody was fighting for the job at Colorado. Like I said, it's it's much harder to try to get the job at Alabama, right, or LSU. So everybody's already fighting for New York real estate. Everybody's already fighting for Miami real estate. When Bugsy Siegel went to Las Vegas, it was just desert. Nobody thought he had Bear the vision. Lands. He had the, nobody would have thought that Las Vegas would be what it is. He had the vision to say nobody wants this. This is in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make this in Las Vegas. Nobody was thinking about Dubai. They had the vision to yep. say this is going to be the number one tourist attraction in the world. So when you're investing in real estate or anything in life, look at what nobody wants. Look at where nobody's looking, as opposed to looking where everybody's looking. Don't do, don't, don't try to do a a show on YouTube about stocks. It's already being done. Right? Too, that's a prime example. It, yes. Do what nobody else is doing. Doing. Look at yep. what nobody else is doing. Look at what nobody's paying attention to, and 
this is a way for you to secure your spot. And now once everybody starts to do it, you become the authority in the space. Mm -hmm. If if I would have told someone, hey, I'm going to do a show on YouTube. And then three years later, I'm going to be on stage with Kathy Wood and Mike Novogratz. They'd be like, man, get out of here. At the time, no one was even comfortable speaking in urban vernacular when talking to us. Preposterous. Like... And that's is really key. Every brand that we loved has carved out their own niche and being just them. No one likes a copycat. So like when the iPad came out and Windows made their version of a tablet, no one, no one wanted the damn tablet. It could have had more features, more people like originals. Um, yeah. And we need more originals in leadership in this country and in the stock market so we can get off the Magnificent Seven. Um, and FT, NFT tried to be originals but it just didn't pan out put put yes in chat if i told you them damn nfts was gonna fail <laughs> talk about everything else so about that non-fungible <laughs> token um is five years long enough time frame for investing in the stock markets five years a long enough time frame when you look at investing in stock market yeah i, I this is a conversation i had an invest fest and i was talking to stock club about this but for most people, if you don't know, because investing for 30 years some, almost sounds like you're not going to have any fun. You won't see any benefits of it. But if you invest in the S&P over a five-year period, almost over any five-year period, 88% of the time, you're going to end up positive. So um, that's why, like, if we go back to the examples with Keith or the queen who invested in 2020, and she started just on the show, started with 7,000. She's at 217,000 from the show. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Um, five years is really a great time horizon to see return. So whether you are in a relationship, you're investing in real estate, stocks, your career, by that five-year mark, you should know if things are going well or not. But eighty, if you have an 88% chance of winning, why wouldn't you invest there? I would also say, too, like you need to invest, pick, a, pick an amount, but either 1000 2000 5000 or 10000 a month into the market to the fellas. I don't want to hear that you don't have the money. I saw the clothes y'all was wearing at InvestFest. I don't want to hear it. You don't have no LVMH. You had on Celine everything, right? You buy all the Birkins and the Dior's and then she or, left. Or, or, or 200 250 because the average person uh, the average person is not in a position they're going to have $10,000. But a 1000 Even 1000 might be a stretch for the average person. But Start what you can afford, yes. two hundred, whatever. That's the beauty of the four hundred one k plans, right? Where they take they take money out of your paycheck, you don't even realize that it's gone. And it a little bit over the course of time does add up dollar cost averaging. So absolutely, I don't, don't want to discourage people. Um, to you feel can't like say that with nine thousand dollar pajamas on though. We just doing the content. <laughs> Let's go back yeah, and forth. <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> Ian or Shaw, get into it. <laughs> Nine thousand dollar pajama. Nine thousand dollar pajama. Damn, that's play. a narrative. Ian put a price tag on them. Yeah. Damn. That, that's hate. I'm gonna say it. That's hate. <laughs> Damn. Damn. My bad. Technical foul. But, uh, but not. But no, you're right. Definitely for sure. Dollar cost averaging is definitely the best yeah. way to go about it. So if you could put, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month into the stock market, and then you know, once you start, you know, having more income, disposable income. Mm -hmm then you could put more money into the stock market, then that's beneficial for sure. Yeah. I just think it's odd that they have a back to school sale, Christmas sale, Thanksgiving sale, uh, Rosh Hashanah sale, Kwanzaa sale, uh, Valentine's Day sale, but they never tell you the sales to buy to get rich. 
20% yeah. off this. This furniture store is going out of business. OnlyFans got to sell. Listen, OnlyFans are more popular and, and doing better than some of these tech companies. We got to have, like, how are some of these companies getting funded? Like Adam from WeWork. And he'll find funding for another project already has. But if it was us that got the funded and dropped the ball, we wouldn't get funded a second time and get demonized. I'm going to say it again. Kudos to everybody at ARC. If I put up the performance that ARC did, I would be crucified on the show. Shout out to ARC. I'm going to talk to y'all Tuesday. I appreciate y'all. Yes, but, yes, yes. yes. Uh, OnlyFans is still popping? Is that still a thing? I'm surprised. It is? Okay. I was looking looking at the revenue report. Like The, the founder just paid himself a dividend of $340 million. Oh. I do my homework. <laughs> different when you pay yourself 340 Spotify you on the clock that billion dollar podcast player is not worked out where's the money going where are we recouping it from imposible imposible yeah. what do I know alright uh, let's talk about September is historically a bearish month for the market so should you hold off on investing this month or should you wait till October? What's the deal? I, I think September is a great month to invest. Um, really? You invest, yeah. It's, it, you want to look. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Especially like if you can catch like that second or third Tuesday of this month when things are down, because everyone feels safer when the market is consistently going up and then buying. You want to buy when there's a lot of bleeding in the streets. Um, it's not fun to buy something and then everything's dropping down dramatically. But what's even worse is to buy in a bullish market and then it turns around you so fast and then you end up losing all hope. That, but going back to the sale thing, they'll train us when something is 10 or 15% off that it's a good deal when it's really not. It just really tells you that they could sell the good or service for that price normally. But when the stock market is dropping down 3%, 10%, everyone's panicking and they're avoiding to be there long term. So opposed to buying on the months where things are at extreme highs and doing really well, like a January, it's better to buy in August and September when things are normally at a low and there isn't as much liquidity or volume and then ride them up into the gains of January for the next year. I got you on that. I was reading that wrong, but I understood what you were saying from a standpoint where Yes, historically, September has yeah. been the worst performing month since 1950. Uh, Actually, 29. It's on average like 2% down since 1929. Yeah. 1929. I was just going for, I was going to give you percentage for 1950. But yeah, for 1929, for the S&P and the Dow. Um, but there's a lot of things that are happening in September, right? So we, we talked about the third uh, week of the month. So witching is happening in, in yep. September. Uh, you got the CPI report that's happening, the PPI report, and then the Fed meeting is happening. On the nineteenth and the twentieth, so there's a lot of things that are happening, and plus, people, so like people did like studies on it. And if you look it up, like why, why September, why September? Well, it's the start of a financial year. Like I know yeah. for us, like in education, it was the start of a school year, but a lot of people like the summer months are over, and now so you have hedge funds coming back in. It's like how are we going to make our gains for the end of the year? How are we going to yep. make sure that we use uh, the liquidity? Uh, to help us from a tax standpoint. So all these things are happening in September, even from a marketing standpoint. And we had this conversation the other day. It was like, you know, when you're going to corporate and you're, you're getting sponsorships and you're trying to get deals, they're like, well, 
our fiscal year started in September. We September. put our budget in, right? So by the yeah. time you get there in February, trying to do something in December, you're like, well, we have already allocated the money for the year. No, gone. Dry. Yeah, so, so, so people should know that. Like, if you're going to do something in 2024, make sure that you're talking to people right around September, straight through October, so that they can have you in their fiscal budget for 2024. So all those things happening inside of the yeah. month is why we kind of see a downturn but if i'm somebody that's getting into investing yeah this is the mm -hmm. perfect time because i want to get things when they have pulled back a little bit things have settled i get in and then i can have the rise in a month like april which has historically been a great month to see yeah. uh, growth inside of, of the market so I, when i heard you say i'm like oh no i got you perfect yeah uh, if, if i have to do seasonality based buying like if I don't know if we were to help Diddy or Mike Novogratz or Kathy, hypothetically, right? I would start in August and September and then ride those gains through yeah. to June. Even in crypto, like September can be a tough month, but if you cycle through and ride it through March, April, May, your gains are, are better. So there's a bunch of ways you can end up producing alpha, getting alpha. One is like getting better entries, but knowing when the cycles are to buy, um even a bitcoin like it, before halving like normally 500 days to 425 days before halving usually is a good time to buy so when you know these cycles of when to buy um you can get an edge in percentage return that way as well so don't be afraid by september being a i mean there's a lot of stuff happening like you said cci ppi fed speaking it is going to be a rocky september but that's actually going to pull the prices down to where they need to be so you can buy them so that, that you can get a good return yeah, these are good entry points. If you're living yeah. in twenty, if if you're in 2023, you're screwed. Tell us more. Um, years over. Facts. So it's like you know, you you have to like, if you're not already not only just planning for 2024, you have to actually be like implementing living and thinking. Yeah, living in 2024, like mm -hmm. 2024, right now, it's happening right now. Like, it's happening. Um, you should be implementing strategies and different things and already have meetings on the calendar for 2024. Yeah. Um, if 2023 is over, the year's over. If if you haven't started to implement and really have, you know, secure plans on what you're doing for 2024, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Because if you look at it, it's like, all right, September, once, once we really get to October, yeah, we get the Halloween. Yeah, the Halloween. Then you got Thanksgiving. Then you got Christmas. And you got all of these different things. School starts back. Like it's just so much different things. Like that happened. Um, yeah, it, it's not going to happen for you. It's not. It's really not. So yeah. you should be planning and implementing your 2024 strategy now. Don't wait till January first for mm -hmm, your yeah. New Year's resolution. Yeah. To, it's over. You're like you're gonna you're gonna be in trouble. This is fact. We're speaking from a place of experience, right? Like even for something that's that's major, like investments, like that. Yes, that just happened last week. We were already on phone calls even before 2023 happened. Yes, we were preparing for 2024 and still are in preparation for 2024. That's why I was like, "Yo, yep. stay tuned." Like we're already working. Um, mm -hmm. but that's something that I nobody mean, tells you. We and to be honest, we started having our Market Mondays live 2024 conversation five months ago. Yeah, like you got you can't wait like and and the, this is the interesting part where you know like the economy is getting tight you're seeing the big boys be out and about like jay was doing the electric slide at the renaissance tour that did happen 
He doesn't need to do any marketing. Jay and Offset and, and Chris Jenner were doing an electric slot. Like, yo, Diddy's putting out a new album. Buff is starting to make his little rounds. Like, the people who are at the top of the food chain are working harder than ever to, to secure themselves for 2030, 2040. You can't wait to January to plan a year. You cannot do it. Yeah. And by the way, don't ever complain about InvestFest ticket prices. Um, Travis Scott just sold out his whole entire tour in one day. Mm-hmm. Nosebleed seats are $500 for two hours of entertainment. You're talking about mm-hmm. 250 for three days of education. Um, never heard like, yo, bro, what is Travis Scott doing for the community? I know what he why has for us. Why, why is Beyonce ticket prices so crazy? You know what I'm saying, Sean? You know what I'm saying, Sean? Don't do us like that. <laughs> that son is New York. Like, don't do us like that. Yeah, like, yo, man, I've been, I've been in these streets for 10 years. I've been more John Blaze than that. I've been in these streets for 10 years. You want no one two fifth when I was up there, Sean? Shout out to my New Yorkers. I don't want no issues. Doing community work and all that. Mm-hmm. Doing community work. You Somebody, know what I'm I was in the prisons. We're gonna make that a drop. Prisons and all that. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be the I drop. can't pay my rent. Mike. I can't pay my rent. <laughs> these dudes out here, these dudes out here with Rolexes on. I got time max and all that. All that. Talk to them. Nine thousand dollar pajamas. That's funny. Baby mom's on my neck. <laughs> Rashad, you see why people hate us? My neck is crazy. Baby moms on my neck is crazy, but they really be on your neck. That's that's oh. real. That's crazy. I know. I know it. I have. You got to co-parent better. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quit talking to me. You gonna take care of your kids? I'm gonna say that. Communication. 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 Hey. When you start, when you start targeting their wisdom, now it's a now it's a problem. Nah, see, it's all see, see, there you it's go. All there you go. Games. Until it's not. Could be worse. Leave me alone. Could be worse. Or I'm, I'm going to start making some phone calls. <laughs> See? You do my play. <laughs> I played the recordings. Y'all thought the $500 thing was outrageous. Lunch anyone? <laughs> this is the crazy part. Thousand. How did it matter if the money being th- I was really going to throw 20000 off stage. I just thought it would be tacky. With, shout out to my guys. Now, shout out to my guys. They... They hit me they're like, yo, it's working. I was it's cash up. Char- Listen, who else on any other show paid y'all gave y'all any money? Never happened. They try to say it like it's a negative. I'm like, if a person is giving out money in a recession that they want to announce, how is that a bad thing? They put their cash apps for donations. <laughs> Bro. I don't, I don't, Every, everyone included. They want donations. That's the donation, donations. Shout to Umar, Lee Omar, and it's all like nah, shout to Umar. <laughs> all like Umar. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Donation. Donate. Donate. It could be yeah. worse. It could be worse. Yeah. But you understand why we become villains, right? Who? Villains and vulture tour. I haven't I haven't crossed that side. Now, y'all got some questions for Adam Adam the plug? <laughs> nah. Villains and vultures tour. Coming. It's coming. Coming soon. Vlad, pick up that phone, my boy. Oh my god. Uh, just remember it can always be worse. Um, which stock which stock in the EV space is better? General Motors or Tesla? I thought is that a trick question? No. No, (laughs) I I just wanna see it here different when you actually do do your research real quick. Let me go through. Yeah. Um of course, Tesla is the darling stock in the space, but I want to run out some stats really quick. Okay, so um, Tesla, 
is worth 800 billion, does 90 billion in revenue, delivered 466,000 cars in quarter two of 2023. Mm-hmm. Net profit is 2.1 billion. General Motors worth 45 billion. They do $169 billion in revenue annually. Um, they delivered 692,000 cars in quarter two. Net profit is 2.5. So they have a higher net profit, deliver more cars, but have a lower mo- uh, market cap. And Tesla is worth 11 of GM. <laughs> so when I tell you guys, sometimes that things don't always make sense. Like even if a company has positive earnings and you buy on the day of earnings, you're like, why did it fall? Everything is irrational. Once again, they're worth 45 billion General Motors. Tesla's worth 800 billion. The net profit for GM was 2.5 billion. The net profit for Tesla was 2.1. And I can argue that Elon has had a downturn in the last two or three years in terms of his leadership and how he's run the company. Um, Those who bought a Model X in 2021, your car now is underwater. I know everyone keeps saying that cutting prices for scale is the right move. Not if you are a tech-based EV-based company. Like the iPhone gets more expensive because of the chips and all that in it. You cannot lead your way to prosperity by cutting prices. If that were the case, then the founders of Sears would be the richest people on earth and not the CEO of LVMH. Yes, the Walton family made a ton, because it's always a pushback. Well, the Walton family and Walmart did it, but that's because the concentration of real estate plus distribution. It wasn't the low prices that made them all the money. It was the real estate plus the distribution that made them all of the money. So technically, even though GM is not a pure EV company, it's interesting that they're producing more net profit, but their stock is down dramatically compared to Tesla, which you, their value on Tesla, like is Apple. Um, and I think it is deserved because of his leadership. But I think if he does not get better in the next two years, we're going to have to flatten this out. Um, and put a more fair price on Tesla. So, I'm and Tesla's been a part of the stock club for since 2019. But I, I got to give it to you real. When I saw these numbers, I'm like, how the hell is GM stock not higher as a result? It makes no sense. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, what, what role do you think co- consumer confidence plays in that, right? Because we're not, most people are not looking at GM and saying, like, this is an EV at all. company. But it's interesting, like when I looked at the question, I said there was a big announcement this weekend, and I, I think probably majority of people didn't even notice it, but Mercedes has announced their new EV line. Yeah. And right after that, maybe three hours after that, BMW announced that they have their EV line. They're coming for it. for it. And so when we think about these traditional automotive, automotive, automobile companies, what role will they now take in the, the market space from a GM or a Ford? Right? When we talk about brand alliance and, and brand sustainability from a standpoint where people look at that and they think luxury, right? When I have yeah. the Mercedes EV, it feels luxury. It looks luxury. BMW's almost to the same level. When I have a Ford, it's not going to be looked at the same. Yeah. Right. So then yeah. they come into the market space and now, so then you have Tesla at the top and then you have these luxury brands coming into the space. Where do you, where do you think GM and, and Ford, where do they land in, in when it's that competitive ford needs to land in a cemetery <laughs> so shout out to everybody at ford but since alan malali it was ceo the stock has not been good for since i don't know, 2009 2010 gm is a little bit stronger 
but like it's, it's a law of positioning. So like going back to that law of leadership, like once you copy when someone else is in the space, you're usually going to be underneath them. If you go through the history of Mercedes, Mercedes, when they went through a leadership change, once they start coming out with lower price vehicles to be more affordable, it's one of the things that end up destroying their brand. Like if you are a luxury brand, you have to choose to stay luxury or water it down. Versace watered their brand down. Here comes Gucci, destroyed it. Then here comes LVMH on top of it. So if you're going to be going back to the fringes, if you're going to play the fringe, you have to stay there. Like you can't play. I want to take over the White House for Trump and then come back and be right in the middle and be like, hey, I didn't mean it. I was just joking. Um, I think the clearly the, is going to be Tesla. I just want Elon and the team to be a lot more focused because they do have some competitive threats. But if we're going to look, and I know for those of you who are great investors, you're going to be like, hey, they're factoring in forward guidance. But it's like, if you're cutting prices and the margins are decreasing, you can't value this like a tech stock if the deliveries are not up and the cyber truck has not been released. Well, we need more innovation here. So, but if you want to bought that dumbass company and Twitter, maybe you could have focused. There's a lot of power in doing less. Sometimes people be like, you try and do more things and it takes away from the magic that you're able to create. So keep the main thing, the main thing. That's just more. In the, word, more. in the words of Deion Sanders. Ianinvest.com. Five-year access to Stock Club. The half a decade sale for the Stock Club, which includes one-year access to Sniper and everything else that Stock Club has been known for, which is access to the crystal ball, the, the stop-loss information, the trading information, the... <laughs> You name it. Hella returns. <laughs> and and y'all better grab this shit for Kathy, do. <laughs> as soon as Kathy grab it, I'm going to come on and say, dang, bye-bye, finito. I told y'all. Okay. My fault been over. I don't know why your advisors ain't forewarn you. Forewarn you. Hey. Okay. It's all fun and games, so it's not. Y'all think I was going to be on stage with it either. Ha. Joke's on you. <laughs> ha, ha. Uh. <laughs> These get back jokes written by 85 South. Y'all are, are poisoning me. I need to get back to my positive influence. Yeah, so yeah, come on. We can't have three demons. Come so. on. No, no, let me get back. The Angels and Demons Tour, then Villains and Vultures. <laughs> Angels and Demons Tour. Yeah, what for real? If we do a Billionaire Boys Tour, okay. Angels yeah. and Demons. The first thing I'm going to say about that is that Illuminati. They're going to say sign the Illuminati deal. You take my photo right now. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, what's the other one? All C and I. Go ahead. You take all of them. I'll stay true to us and got more slander and make motherfuckers more money than anybody I know in the space. Oh, uh, y'all hate. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna do my whole Doja Cat rollout the year four. Okay. Doja Cat. That's <laughs> Doja going crazy. She, baby oh, girl, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. Ooh. You think, I do this for my fans? you think I do this for my fans? Here, last to cut off her eyebrows or her hair, she put on a demon mask and still got to drop an album. Like yo, that yo, music yo, industry, straight, treacherous. You want straight devil? <laughs> oh my devil. lord! Devil, shame on you for following hey. me. Wow, wowzers, wowzers! And you want to talk about my my pajamas? <laughs> the pajama thing really bothers you. Oh, I creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you triggered by it? It's okay. Come on. Let's have a little therapy. Let's have a financial therapy. Shout out to him, 500. Let's have a wealth therapy session right now. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout hurtful. out to the guys. It's hurtful. Very hurtful. 
Yeah, all the negative comments do, you know. Be mindful. Be mindful yeah. of people's feelings, ladies and gentlemen. Be, be kind. We have souls and feelings too. All we have, even though we're shot and I act like we don't, we do. All we have in this world is love. Yes. What the love world coming September 15th. That's September 15th, the love LP. What the, the world, world needs now. I just want to leave with that. It's love. Yeah. And y'all gonna chill on all them grifter comments too. <laughs> I ain't grifted that. nothing. And I want to be clear when Yo. I came into the space, I was straight already. Clipping some. <laughs> I was good. All I didn't sell nothing for nine months to show, and y'all still wanted to. Okay, they great. just learned that word. That's the word of the month. They just learned that word. <laughs> Grifter 4000. Please. Well, just remember. I put out the audio recordings again. It's <laughs> <laughs> shaking up the internet. Uh, He's just that, 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 that make your super flow. So September yes. is, is a good month to invest. What stocks yes. should people be looking at, or what stocks are you looking at to invest in in September? Um, I'm gonna go through the usual. So if you are just beginning, um, VOO, VTI, which are Vanguard products, which is the biggest asset management company on earth. You have safety there, Apple, Microsoft. But I am looking at Google. Um, I want to buy more in Eli Lilly because mm -hmm. of the weight loss epidemic. I lo I'm looking at Novo. Um, it, it was one of my favorites in 2020, but um, I've been telling Stock Club like Novo um, is one of the greatest like pharma companies to look at right now. Um, Eli Lilly and Merck as well in that space. So also when the economy gets tight and all the fringe sectors are not doing as well, tech and pharma are usually the ones to go to. So if I had to like a, make a portfolio from scratch, I would probably do Tesla as my dark horse for an accelerator. I would do Novo, Eli Lilly, Apple, Microsoft, Johnson & Johnson, and probably Costco in a recession for safety. Trading has considerable risk. Please consult your advisor. If you're capable of raising someone's assets under management, four to seven billion, please put yes in chat. I would put yes for me. So... Ackman, I need you on the line. Who else? Tepper, Kathy, Novogratz. We're going to run this thing up for Diddy, too. Oh, I can't wait for that. Diddy, when we turn this $1 million to $4 million, I need to be on the video. Shout out to Diddy. I was talking to him. How about now? He's like, he's like, yo, he's like, yo did, we, did we make money on the investment yet? I said, yo, we ain't get it yet. We ain't get the money yet. He's like, I got to get to you right now. I need to log in. What's the login? He's like, let's do it. Let's do it. Listen, we can do like a portion long term, portion option, portion futures, media, the real estate boy. Yeah. I'm gonna have my joints in tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Yeah. Can't wait. Let's go. All right. So um can I ask you a question real, real quick? Time back to invest us. Who was your favorite interview? And then like, what was the biggest thing that you're going to implement from what you learned from them? I'm mad it's been a week already. Like, it, that's what I'm about so fast. Yeah. It felt weird this weekend. I'll be honest it with did. you. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, Invest Fest. Um, my favorite interview. Once again, I, I didn't get to see a lot of interviews, so I, I really can't make a, a, a informed judgment on that. No, and out of the ones you did. Shout out to Ish. We had a, we, I, you know, I had a conversation with Ish. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the year. I didn't, I didn't think his commentary was fair commentary, but we spoke about it. We we worked it out. Um, but 
I would say. Oh, okay. Damn, if she got checked, oh boy, Rashad had you in the corner. Nah, 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 nah. All, all love. Nah, shout out to Ish, man. All love. Hey, all love. You can't get a pull up too if we're going to talk. <laughs> all love. The, the EYL Green showed up. Nah, not that. Oh my God. Ish had you in the corner, Bayon. What happened? The pull up challenge. Yeah. It can happen. Oh my God. Go ahead. My it bad. It happened. Um, so, uh, you guys are much taller in person. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'm working out, ladies and gentlemen, because you never know. These guys be like, oh my God. Five two. They be like five two in person. They everybody say, like, yo, you much taller. I, I didn't think you guys were this, like you guys are you guys are always sitting, so I didn't think you guys are this tall. That's funny. Yeah. I'm prepared. See, I'm prepared. You see the six five guy with me? Um <laughs> Not, How was the dinner? Let's go to a lighter subject. It was great. The dinner was great. Shout out to the whole celebration. Team. Was great. I heard the vibe was amazing after you happy, got him out the corner. Happy birthday to Joe, man. Yes, um, happy birthday, Joe. Nah, those good people, man. Let Corey, Ish eat his scallops in peace. Corey, Ish, <laughs> scallop pancakes. pancakes. That's a fact. Shout out to Ish. That's, shout out to Ish, man. Good dude. But um, the story of the curry go patties. He's once again. I think Rich Paul was a standout. I think Rich Paul yeah. was definitely. He gave a standout performance. I thought Diddy was extremely insightful and vulnerable yeah. um, in his conversations for sure. Um, and I thought Robert Smith did a great job of navigating the conversation because Steve Harvey. He pivoted well. Yeah, he was, you know, Steve Harvey was a different type of interviewer than let's say we would have been, but yeah. he he was the same. Like it, it wasn't like he was like thrown off by jokes or like he was like, you know, still the same person. So he was laser focused on, on what he wanted to say. He was asked questions that I know for a fact he wasn't prepared for. Yeah. Like it was just and he answered the questions. Like, you know, it wasn't like he had all of the questions pre pre. And um, so yeah, I think yeah, those are some of the people that stand out to me. But like I said, Rich Paul definitely was a person that um I, I, I think that, you know, I, I really enjoyed his conversation a lot. Like even when he was talking about he he was calling teams to not draft his client. Like, yo, don't draft him. Like, he pushed his client back in the yeah. draft because he felt that the Bucks was a better team for his client at the 26th pick as opposed to other teams at the 20th pick where he would have made more money if he would have got drafted higher. But he was like, it's not it's not a good situation for you to be in. So he's actually yeah. calling teams like, yo, don't draft him, please. Let's push him back. Like, you know, like, wow. this stuff, like, it's a lot of yeah. insight, a lot of insight um, from Rich, you know, going out to, you know, and saying, like, him, how he, um, trains his clients they go out to dinner he makes sure that they pay the tip he makes sure they talk to the waitress you know polite like everything like you know he, he never wants to you know foster a, a culture of entitlement um yeah. amongst his clients you know he's dropping a lot of information so yeah rich yeah. rich definitely yeah i think um it's always interesting man we've had conversations with a lot of these people that were on stage uh rich definitely stands out you know you have conversations in private and you're like i wonder if they'll talk as candidly like that in public yeah and to see him go on stage and talk as candidly as he does in private, i was like this is this is a moment um diddy of course uh humble another one yeah humble one crazy uh, hum another one it was just like an another one of those things like we've had plenty of conversations and humble is one of the funniest guys that you ever gonna meet but one of the most passionate about our, our community and our culture and about what we need to do going forward. And so to hear him speak candidly and have his client on stage with him, I don't think people like really understood the magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lonzo is yeah. represented by him in the team. Shout out to Tony. 
um that was dope and then terica you know i called i, I asked dave shan i said i need her number i need to talk to her personally to tell her For the stage and now. um she we had a, a a nice little interaction she was like you know at the first year i was selling my my board game and it was i was just happy to be there so imagine year three that i'm on a stage and you're calling me saying this yeah. And, um, it's just you never know, man. You just never know the impact that you're gonna have on on people, um, and that's what we do it for. It's just like, yo, let's let's just give as much information as possible. Let's try to add as much value as possible. You never know who it's gonna reach, and so to see her go from the marketplace to the stage was incredible. Uh, the yeah. work she's doing, but what she was saying too about real estate and buying communities, it was like it it it's I was hung a little bit because you know we were looking at like. Let's get this property. Let's get this property. No, we can get this community. I was like, I need to do more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the, the synopsis from that. It was like, we could do more. Like, we're doing a lot, but we could still do more. And we could still put people in position to do more, right? We can't do everything, but we could put more people in position to do more, build our portfolio out even further, and help as many people as possible while we do it. Yeah. Um, so that was those, those three for sure. And then I definitely, you know, I heard, I got phone calls about the Stage B ones panels so i'm interested in, in watching those i know the playback is about to be up yeah. um, or is up so i'm definitely looking forward to watching all those panels because i'm telling you phone calls will come in as we're on stage this 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 panel went crazy you have to pay, yeah. this, it's a madhouse over here like we can't leave the stage people are waiting for us at the bottom of the stage um so i'm, I'm looking forward to, to watching that. that's part of it like when you're putting this together i think people forget yes y'all see me and shoddy running around crazy yes it takes a lot to put this on Yes, we still have to be on stage and perform. And no, we don't get to watch everything. Yeah, to watch love to. Yeah. Anything. yeah. I'm gonna take some time out and, and definitely catch all those panels because everybody added value. Everybody came with their A game and, and delivered. So I'm, I'm super, super happy about that. Yeah, Diddy went crazy. You know, you're talking about the uh, agave plant and uh, he went to Mexico and they <laughs> the agave plant for you get to see it tomorrow. Episode comes yeah. out tomorrow. But uh, did he did he went crazy on that on the on the see I, I got a twitch in my eye man I'm about to lose my eyesight rocking with you haters man like don't spend so much time on my phone it's, it's the silk from the pajamas bro yo I'm about to lose an eye man sacrificing an eye for you guys you twitching for real yeah it's a fact I've seen it happen like episode like seven remember that no it's looking at my phone I, yeah, <laughs> you gotta step your phone or you gotta get, I get told him to... I told him after episode seven I was like yo bro you, your eyes like then you gotta get some sleep he's like yeah nah. Nah, <laughs> I'm like nah, bro. It's like it's not, you can't look at this. Like you got to, you got to do something. Yeah. Some sleep, really quick, what what's the blueprint for getting on the stage next year? If a person is watching this live or like on a replay and they're aspiring to be on stage, like what are some of the steps they need Shout to take? Diddy, he said it. He he was like, yo, they're gonna have cats aspiring to get on that stage, which is it's already there. He was like, and then he's like, you gotta have receipts, girl. You gotta have receipts. <laughs> got my receipts. You gotta be proven in industry. To be like, all right, this is somebody that makes sense. To hey, Brandon Rule, he's got hundred million dollar development. You know, Don people to third for people. So I was like, gotta have receipts, man. Like that's it, that's it. Just have the receipts, and and that's it. And we'll find you some evidence. Don't call us. Don't call us. Don't. Hey, guys, please don't call the us. People will do. Yeah. And just inside ball, like marketing. If you think I do the yes and chat everywhere I go by accident, you're a fucking fool. And let's say to prove. Let me say this too. For those that choose to use disrespectful views about being not being at InvestFest, because there was a few people that was um, disturbed that they weren't invited to be speakers at InvestFest. Like, I don't know where this level of entitlement comes from. Um, hey, nobody said with love and compassion. <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> has to be at InvestFest, right? Nobody, nobody has to be at InvestFest. So if you are asked to be at InvestFest, 
it's a privilege. Um, but if you're not asked to be at InvestFest, why don't you try supporting the event regardless? The vendor marketplace was lit. So many sponsorships. We always complain like, yo, I wasn't included. I wasn't included. Like, bro, you're not even that really relevant to be included. Now, if it was a real issue, you could have just said like, yo, is there a spot for me? And it might have been a spot for you. To go to social media and try to like, yo, I got blackballed from InvestFest. I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't get invited for InvestFest. And this is somebody who we actually already did an interview with, by the way. So just us doing an interview with you has already helped you more than it's helped us. Be grateful. We already did an interview with you. You're already in an elite group of people. And you've been given an opportunity to promote your brand to hundreds of thousands of people across the world on social media, on YouTube, on Apple, on Spotify. Say thank you. How do you feel entitled that you should have been at InvestFest because we did an interview? We do an interview with a variety of different people. Once again, it goes back to entitlement. But it's mind-boggling. But like I said, if your goal is to really enhance your brand and support something, then you should have been a sponsor. You should have, that's ego. If you weren't at InvestFest, if you weren't at InvestFest, you missed it because of your ego. <laughs> Thank you. Right. If you're in the financial literacy space and you and you wasn't at InvestFest, says a lot. It says a lot about who you are as a person. You yeah. think you think that your ego is bigger than than the movement. InvestFest is not about us. That's why we name it Earn Your Leisure Fest. It's InvestFest. Everybody was there. Yeah. Every single body was there. Like everybody was there. Even people that you would have thought would not have been there yeah. was there. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Tony the closer. He was there. Yeah, Most people Tony. would have thought that he would have never came. He was there, right? Yeah. Because it's it's an important moment for the culture. And it's like this is 20,000 people. If you made a conscious decision not to come, then that means that you have put your ego bigger than the people. Mm -hmm. It's no other, it's no other way, it's no other way to slice it. Yeah. Because your people are gonna ask you why weren't you there? And then I don't know what your response will be. But bigger than the people that you know, there are a bunch of people that you didn't know. Didn't know. I got some, like, shout out to uh, Derek Ferguson. We had a conversation. He was like, look, I come from the world of finance. Like, I'm Wharton uh, Business School, right? Like, I yeah. saw a bunch of my my colleagues from there were there. There were a bunch of people in the world of finance that never come outside yeah. that were there. There was a lot of people from Goldman there, surprisingly. The, a, Just... From a, a bunch of institutions, right? And so those people are there. So if you... Forget how you feel on a personal level, right? From a business standpoint, like these people are in the room too. And mm -hmm. so if you're saying like, I, I didn't go support because I might have had an issue with them. All right, that's one thing. But like, what about the people that are in the room? Number one, the people who support you, because I'm sure that they patron with you. Somebody out of the 20,000 patrons with you. In fact, people close to us patron with you, but also the people who are coming to say like, I want to invest in you because I see what you're yeah. doing. I saw your episode. You missed that opportunity too. But I mean, this, this, this happens in our community and it's something that we need to work on right it's something we need to work on it's something because if we talking about we're going to do this together and we're going to build together and that was kind of like the synapses of what puff was saying like we need to do this together and the time is now like we're on the clock then we have to have these examples and we have to have these conversations in public and say all right well what are we going to do going look, looking forward bozo it's twenty thousand people if you didn't <laughs> if, if you didn't come Troy, that means like 
you're an idiot. You're an idiot for thinking nobody's bigger than the program. The only way to move this thing forward, we're, we're trying to start something here, right? This is a new industry that's being birthed. The only way to, to really move the industry forward is unity. If we ever had some real unity in this thing. Okay. Can, can I offer some pushback? Can I play um, God's advocate, as Keith would say? Can we have unity when you are stepping into your Black Bond villain character? Yes, because we are a very inclusive group of people. We've embraced yeah. everybody. This is, this is the reason why we've gotten so far is because we've been inclusive. We've yeah. highlighted other people. We've given people opportunities. We've given people platforms. We've given people booths. We've given people a variety of different things. It's not, we, it was never solely about us. So if you understand that, then we can all go a lot further. The train's going to move without you, but I'm just saying, and we have unity, and this is one is of the- Is that a pause or no? Move at a, the train? train? The train will move without you or not? Okay, never mind. No, 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 that's not pause. That's not pause. Okay. So it's yeah. like, so it's like, yo, at the end of the day, pride comes be before the fall. Yes. You, you think that you're a superstar and you think that you can do it on your own and it's not working. You're not even a tenth of, of us. So at some point you have to humble yourself and realize that you can, you can stay on your corner essentially, or you can go globally. The choice is up to you. You want to be a local celebrity in your neighborhood or do you want to, what is your goal? What big say? What is your goal? Is it to rock the tri-state or 10 G's to show gate? Or is it to sell out shows 10 G's? Like we selling out shows 10, 20,000 people, bro. Yeah. Let's say 800 people, 700 people, corner classes. This is 20,000 people. When I become a good cop, when I become the, what, what the fuck didn't happen in the last two years? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I digress. Um, for people that's just getting started in the stock market, what what are some things that they can do to actually? <laughs> Troy, <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Um, no, no, Rashad, finish your question. Yo, they both they've been they've been throwing shots for 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 18 months. We just like it's enough is enough, man. It's enough true. Enough. enough it's true. Add it. No more, Mister Nice Guy. It's true. Some some would argue though it's not good for the culture if we are in the villain role. They beat the villain out of me, so I'm gonna just beat the games out the market. Like, oh, like, all right, cool. Let me just make it. more money. Stay low, keep firing. Yep. Um, well, I mean, there's weakness in bonds or prices are rising. I would be bullish on gold. Commercial real estate is being squeezed. Corporate borrowers are being squeezed. Retirees are being squeezed. Municipalities are too. Um, investing is really simple. I will still continue to invest in the the two biggest. In the tech space, I would get some exposure to Pharma, Novo, and Lily are two that I like. Internationally, there's not a ton that I love, but I would start to look at the Israeli startup market to see what could be the hottest new company out of there. Um, pick five companies that you want to invest in. I know everyone can't afford, can't afford a thousand, but it's like if you're paying, whatever you're paying in rent, that should match how much you're investing in the market. Because if not, you're getting robbed. Like, Rents are going up to a record high. And the crazy part is you have a family emergency or death and who the property management company who you're renting from won't even tell you, I'm sorry, let alone do anything for you. So the best way to take care of yourself for the long term is to invest at least the same amount that you're paying in a mortgage or in rent to the market. Um, 
I read a report yesterday that all income brackets across the board in the United States are living paycheck to paycheck if you make less than $5 million a year as a result of mortgage rates going up and credit card APRs being north of 20%. That is insane. So if you're not investing and they plan to raise uh, rates across the board while the unemployment market is not great, they keep saying that the unemployment is the lowest ever. They keep negating that people have just quit applying. And these are lower paying jobs. Also in China, um, Zonggrong International Trust, a, a very important firm in China, missed on out on its payments to high yield investment products to thousands of investors. I don't know if this will be a Lehman-like moment, but with Evergrande going down as a result and this happening, I am a little bit afraid as well. So um, do your research, only invest in the companies that can make you money. And if I've made you money in any market up or down, please put yes in chat. So the last question before we wrap, uh, what is some, um, for, for all the, the, the technical people out there, yes. what are, are there any technical, specific technical patterns forming that traders should be aware of? Um, I will look for a macro triple top. So like, let's say if the top of the market was 115, if we go to 115, and drop and go back up to 115 drop again and go back again i will look for um on a max so like on a monthly chart or a higher time frame than that i will look to potentially short if you're lining up your shorts um you can do s triple q for those of you who are more advanced to buy in there um as like an inverted play and then a triple bottom so if the bottom price is 85 bucks and it goes to 85 and it comes back up and it slides back down to 85 two more times. I will look to buy there. The most important indicators, though, we talked about it. That's GDP inverted yield curve. If this yield curve does not uninvert, that is a sign to get a little bit worried. I know even in 2019, I remember when it was like me, Marcus, Kayla, Ruby on a call. I miss you guys. Love you guys. Too. I remember in 2019 before everything hit the fan. Everything was at a top, the Russell 2000, Nikkei, ES, um, German DAX was hitting all-time highs. And I'm like, at some point, this has to correct. And the yield curve was inverted. So those are the most important ones. Debt's GDP, inverted yield curve. Um, Fed rates are really key. I know some people said unemployment it, uh, matters. Unemployment is not like a top three economic indicator that will drive price. Because they manipulate and lie about those numbers. Now, farm payroll numbers, they they misdrew and lie about all the time. So, um, but that's GDP is key. Um, inverted yield curve. And then, of course, the, the current inflation rates are what's important. Made it so easy to love. All we need is love and each other. <laughs> and the leather jacket. With Shotty. Shotty took the leather jacket and my pineapple juice. The pineapple juice hasn't made an appearance in almost a year. They told oh, me I was tripping in Vegas, but then the market fell apart and y'all NFTs fell apart and I ain't said a fucking word. What them eight yacht club. <laughs> that was legendary, bro. Yeah. Meta, I'll see you soon. Uh Adam 22, I'll see you soon. Y'all got some <laughs> questions y'all want me to ask Adam? I I, I need to, I want to go over like uh <laughs> the cut catalyst play like well, was it worth business? was it worth it put your thing down flip it in reverse <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> your wife has to get reversed for that revenue to go up let's oh, start baby. there let's start never there. want to be that's question number one for me hey my boy 
You got to treat black people right. You can't keep firing black people and not treating them right and then expect your company to do well. Why are you in the black space? <sighs> Vlad, you're next. Vlad got two boosty interviews going right now. My Lord. Regular correspondent. Yes. Villains and Vultures tour. Him and Webby back together. That was a good time. Yeah, I love that. I hope him and Blue get the issues fixed too. And listen, we're coming up on four years next year, Market Mondays. That's crazy. That is consistently. We got to do something big. I don't know if I got to pause that for uh, the four year anniversary, though. Four years. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I know we talked about the the idea we talked about, but yeah, yeah four year anniversary. We got to go. We got to go wild. Market Mondays live in the yes. Empire State Building. That'd be tough. The observation deck. Mm -hmm. The observation deck. That'd be a vibe. Top of the world. Top of the world. Well, right. ladies and gentlemen. Assets of Reliabilities season finale already came out. Uh, season finale was last, an Acon. Last week. Shout, Shout out to everybody Acon. that supported to go. If you didn't watch that interview, yeah. go watch that interview. That is a certified classic. When we finished that interview, we, we kind of felt the same way. It was like, yeah, we got another one. Um, yeah, was good and one. I watched it. I mean, just everything about it. The interview itself, but the ambiance, right? Like in the private the hangar, what hangar. The visuals was crazy. Everything was yeah. great about that. Go check that out. Shout out to our family over at Revolt. Uh, I do have a question right for there. you about that then. Yeah. Do you yeah. believe that every African-American could be a millionaire if they invested in Africa? I think that's kind of like a broad range. Not every. Day, man. I don't know if every single person is going to become a millionaire, but I think there's opportunity. Let's just yeah. say that, right? Uh, there's yeah. opportunity. Akon, yeah. I tried to throw the lob for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Nah, but shout out to Akon, though. Shout there's a Akon. lot of opportunity. He's a genius, actually. He's actually a genius. Very, very intelligent person. Good dude. Solid dude. Super, super smart. Super smart. And, and he came in a non-Canal Street Dior. Just <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Right. You're right by Weezy Studio. You go get that Drio anytime. The Drio. Yeah, you know they out there. Yeah, the Drio's out there. The Drio drip. <laughs> <laughs> We, we should pick out some dividend stocks in the drip report. Yeah, that's a good one. Drip report. That'd be fire. Since y'all want to fix our drip report. Y'all be hurt my guy feelings, yo. Ease up on the commentary. You know what helped too? You got you got to just delete Instagram off your phone for a couple of days too. Just use it off the iPad and be done. Off the iPad? Hour. It helps. Three hour check in. I got Absolutely. I'm on a three I'm on a three hour check in schedule. Yep. And then it's over. Mm -hmm. And after Shout 10, good about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Tony to close it though. Humble guy. I appreciate you. Happy, yeah. birth happy birthday today. Happy guys. birthday. Yep. That's fat. Yep. That's yep. fat. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch sale 50% off. Invest Fest 50 is the code. Enter mm -hmm. it for 50% off. Mm -hmm. And um, got about two hours left. Ianinvest.com sale ends at midnight. Five year access to stock club, the five year stock club sale. Ianinvest.com ran it for Labor Day, and that ends tonight at midnight. Um, mm -hmm. And everybody got an email already, right? Yeah, everybody, yeah. Y'all in Sniper already. Y'all in Stock Club. Y'all on the videos. Y'all got all the pics. Y'all got the prices. New prices will be coming out tonight as well. Um, I'm going to shake hands and kiss babies. We can make menudo together at Christmas time. I'm I'm going all out this year. So shout out, shout out to Mike on the boards. Yeah, see Mike the banners we got going. Fifty percent yeah. off all merch except 
That's what I was saying. Yeah, except, except clearance promo code. And I don't want to hear anything about it being 10 grand after this. Somebody <laughs> took seven Please. grand and up 217. I don't care what guru y'all go look at on Guru Focus. They and that's on a free show. Which should have already been on NBC. I said this in 2020. So fact. ABC somewhere. Wowzers. Yeah. Wowzers, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, sorry for my for my behavior this week. I will be it's too back. Early. I will be back. Thank to, you. Thank you. To, uh, we need this. Very um <laughs> we need the humility tour. Ask yourself a liability shirt in a diner. Can we get you, you in a diner food? You've, you've lost all humility. I will be back in, in, in the audience is very shocked and surprised yes. by your behavior today this this evening. Not not shocked, but some of them are. Some, some are, are. disappointed. disappointed. You think they're disappointed? Yeah, I'm disappointed in yourself. Or them. I, yeah, yeah. You're disappointed in them. I'm disappointed in the men on Instagram. <laughs> Can we have an honest, open Miss conversation? Miss Kevin Samuels, when you do you know, And I'm going to say this too uh, real RP, quick. RP, RP, I'm going to say this too. Yo, y'all fellas, wow, yo. I got a girl. Quit commenting on my legs, yo. What? The fuck is wrong with y'all? Yo, I know you've been. I need your leg workout for $29.99. Listen, bro. Oh, from last week's night? Yeah, I'm like, what is we doing? Yeah, your aesthetic in the suit. I'm like, bro. Your legs? That's ill. That's pause. Yo. Now that's pause. Yo, I gotta stop, man. I gotta stop. I'm gonna start wearing a potato sack. Ladies, see, hey, yo. even at the best fest. <laughs> yo, y'all moving women out the way to come talk to me. I ain't that fine for now, y'all now we, doing now that. We have to we Chill. have to we have to curb that. We Pull do. up in my section Instagram. We do have to curb Boy. that. Now we do have to curb that. Pushing women out the way is you something crazy. Not I know I made you some money, but even that shit, y'all gonna start giving a percentage of that though. <laughs> I need that leg day. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> yo, King man. I love all the investing vice, but the calves. What? <laughs> what is y'all on? Okay, skipping leg day. I still run the world. Oh, boy, that's crazy. I said y'all are different. If this how y'all compliment women, I'll see why they be throwing drinks in y'all faces. Sorry. No, nah, we can't tell like, the drink and the face play is different. I've seen that. I'm gonna get on here acting like Erica Mina, boy. Like y'all better chill out. Yo, y'all doing nah. too much. They got Erica. It's over with. You better come to invest us next year. They you may not never here. be on TV. They got again. out of here. She went. She went too far. Took it. Went too far. Too far. A little too far. Too far. Took it a little too far. Yeah. Too definitely. A little too far. Um. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. Uh, leg up on the competition. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holiday. This is a holiday. Um, yes. Diddy tomorrow, one o'clock. That's gonna be a vibe. And um, yeah, check us out. We we will be around um, New York Fashion Week. You might see us, perhaps. You probably will see us. Um, Chuck a deuce when you see us, please. So we know it's it's friendly. Friendly yeah. first, right? Like yeah. <laughs> nah, just be crossing the street with. I'm like, please yo, approach what's me going on. on? Please approach me. Still in New York, bro. You never know. This is going to be a vibe. No. New York Fashion Week, MTV Awards. I got my rest. I got my rest. You got some rest? You about to go crazy? Fully. What's up? You going to give an Icon Award? What are we doing? (laughs) Ha ha. 
<laughs> ha ha. <laughs> you never know. <sighs> Funny LA till it's not. Yeah. Funny till it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all yeah. 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 be in this mood. Y'all always got something up your sleeve, boy. Y'all know y'all. deliver strategy. It's yeah. always something. It's always something. Yeah. Bonk, pawn, head yeah, top. That's a fact. Market Mondays, Chicago. Chicago. Chicago's on sale. Go get those tickets right now. Shout out to Edwin. Shout out to my boy, Edwin. Shout out to my guy. He, he already put it up there. He's yeah. showing y'all tickets is going, y'all. Make sure y'all pull up. I got something special. October 22nd. I, I got something special this time. What you got? What you got, Troy? Tell them what you got. No, it's been a, I didn't do a presentation in a couple of the shows because it was international. Yeah, me said, too. When yeah. we come home, when we come home to the United States, I got some. Double presentation? Oh, baby. I got some. I got some. Don't worry. You know, I got some. I can't wait. Yeah, it's time. You know, it's time to, you know. It's time to put some up on the board. I've been staying low and firing, but I'll, I'll send you every now and then some of the results. Um, yeah. I'll send them some of the results. Um, so I think it's time for, for the world to see some of the results and, and, and explain how we got to this point. Again, keyword. They got to see it. Again. They got to see it. Yeah. LA, I'll see you soon. This weekend, I'll be in Mexico, so my phone will be off. <laughs> International rate supply. Hey, it, it hit different when you hit the other hometown. I, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm working on a Chicago presentation while I'm out there. Present, I do a presentation at Invest Fest, so... Yeah, we are calling for that too. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be yeah. outside. And, you know, Revolt World too. Uh, what was that September twenty second? We'll be back in Atlanta. Revolt World. Make yes, sure the top of you. I'm gonna email you today. I got we you. We have a very, very, I'm a, a very rare and a very special sit down at Revolt World. Um, so please make sure y'all pull up. Atlanta. We'll, we'll be back home very shortly. Yeah. Shout out, Math Hoffa. Shout out to the whole family, man. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, been real. Love September 15th, the album, but love every day here. Love. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.